Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we speak. Hello, everybody. I'm J.D. Lopez, the host of Left Hand Right Brain. It's a free-flowing, wide-ranging conversation that I have with artists doing interesting and creative things here in Denver and beyond. We talk about their personal stories, break down their creative process, and what motivates them. Spoiler alert, it's mostly spite. We talk about all these things and more while kicking back, cracking wise, and always having a good time. You can find old episodes and everything you need to know at lefthandrightbrainpod.com. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to The Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy. At Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. I'm Andre Gower. And I'm Ryan Lambert. And you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Pop Culture Con. Yeah. I am Ryan, back in the saddle again. Steven Tyler. With me uh, with me wow. is Brad. And James. And Zach. Hey. We're all here. Yeah. Except yeah. for Henry. Well, in spirit. Yeah. He's always yeah. here in spirit. Yeah. We've got we've got spirit. Yes, we do. S P I R T. Got to die. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we like movies. We didn't say we we're smart. Guys, this pep rally is a failure. I'm drawing. We've I'm got I'm shutting it down. Spurt. Spurt. We've <laughs> <laughs> got spurt. Wait, wait. Line. Oh, mercy. Every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. After a week delay, we will be reviewing Halloween. No! No! No, no, no. no. God that, damn you. Star Wars 3? What's going on over there? Okay, so... Saw this movie at the Alamo, mm-hmm. got there with enough time to see most of the, the of the pre-show, and there's a section there where they go through all the Halloween movies, and I, of course, have only seen Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that movie is, you know, important Amazing. for film, yeah. um, and really good, but then, of course, I have no desire to see any of the other ones. That's sad. There's some crazy-ass shit in this franchise. Yes, oh, there yeah. is. And this bullshit about Laurie Strode being his sister is garbage. <laughs> Absolute garbage. As soon as they said that in the second one, I was like... Who the fuck wrote that? That's awful. Uh, oh, my uh, John goodness. John Carpenter on a six-pack of course. No. <laughs> yep, that's just that's, terrible. That's the truth. It'd be like it'd be like if they made a sequel to The Strangers where they revealed that, like, The Strangers are actually the family being murdered, but from the future. And you're like, wait, <laughs> what? Not only does this not make any sense, but it was scarier when you didn't know who they do, were. Does, does it make a difference 
We'll find out in Halloween 2018. The reason why, though, that twist comes around because he drinks all that stuff. Um, the original executive producer, Irwin Yablons, mm. had a deal mm. with uh, Carpenter to do The Fog. Mm. And then Carpenter talked to Avco about doing The Fog and then did The Fog with Avco. So Irwin Yablons sued them. Um, so the compromise was that he could do The Fog at Avco Embassy. And Carpenter, if Laurie Strode was a sister? No, if if Carpenter did Halloween 2. So then that leads oh, to the... Sure. Like, oh, I've got to write Halloween 2 now. It's on the... Uh, oh, I'm not saying that. Making Halloween 2 is a bad idea. No, it, it's but it's on the Scream Factory uh, special edition of Halloween 2 uh, documentary. It's pretty yeah, interesting. I, it was one fact I didn't know until that box set came out. So, Yeah. I don't, pretty, pretty I don't know what was happening in Halloween 3, but that was some crazy-ass shit. It oh, it's so wonderful. Those, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, those those TVs were going to pumpkin that Halloween, man to death. Halloween, Halloween, Forget that. Can we talk about the fact that Tom Atkins somehow knows how to drive perfectly while super, super drunk? Like, I'm sorry. That's not how drunk driving works. He, he has a lot of road soda. I'm just saying in that movie. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that's Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us. I know, just I've, I've seen I was so excited to talk that to I guess, I guess that's true, Halloween so. people about how weird that shit was. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. the The series definitely goes high and low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's all over the place. It doesn't know what it wants. I did, and I also liked watching some of Paul Rudd yell about thorns. Mm. Oh, like, what God. the fuck? Yep, it's weird. <laughs> yep, that's what you do when you watch that movie too. What the fuck? <laughs> He, it, he's credited as Paul Steven Rudd in that, and then the same year he's credited as Paul Rudd in Clueless. So I think he was just, like, it, this is a joke. He's from trying another... to make sure that was on a, on a, on a different IMDb page. And yeah. cre- credited as Tan. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so weird. It's, uh... All right. Yeah. So, yeah, we also talk about movie news, movies that are coming out on Blu-ray and what we've been watching. And lately we've been getting emails from Corinne mm-hmm. called Catching Up with classics with corinne <laughs> um, now, now sing the see, song i would read them but she told me i'm not good at it so <laughs> brad will be reading them wow man that is rough i know harsh harsh i cried that day <laughs> <laughs> that's why i, I mean, wasn't on the first one for a lot of reasons not necessarily for that you just cried a lot mm-hmm. all right james play the music catching up with corinne she's watching some classic movies these movies are good some she things. hasn't seen them. <laughs> now she has. Except for Scarface. <laughs> no, she watched Scarface last week. I know she did, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fan mail! Hey, nerds. So, quick recap. I'm watching a bunch of famous and popular movies that I've never seen before and sending in my review. This week, Jurassic Park. What? <laughs> because you've never seen Jurassic Park? I know, right? It's almost like someone putting Saving Private Ryan as their number six film. <laughs> <laughs> because this film is so pervasive in pop culture, I knew so much about it. Oh, All the famous right. lines, the major scenes, and which characters live and which die. She'd already seen him without a shirt on. <laughs> it felt like I'd seen like half of this movie already. I just needed to watch all the stuff that's in the famous scenes, in between the famous scenes. Mm-hmm. Despite all that, I couldn't believe how well this movie held my attention. I genuinely had fun. Granted, some of the tense scenes were where the kids or Alan are in danger. I already knew that they were going to live, so a lot of that tension was gone. But it was, overall, a really good movie. Surprise! The film is paced pretty well. <laughs> Brad, you're so good at reading these. 
so much better than me. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, yeah. No, um, you're doing great. Not for long. My eyes will go out eventually. You're doing great. The setup doesn't take too long, so we can spend most of our time on these characters interacting in the park. Hell, you could probably cut out that scene where the lawyer goes to the Dominican Republic and it would work just fine. Uh, excuse me, I need to no, know uh, that scene no, exists. No, I'm sorry, because the way he says he's a digger is fantastic and I love it. <laughs> I saw that guy. He was in some other like, nerd movie I watched recently. I also like watching that guy get dragged across a river standing awkwardly on a pallet being pulled mm -hmm. by a rope. It's just cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were maybe a few times at the end where it started to drag, but it still moves pretty well. I also really noticed Spielberg's style in this. The camera movements, the different lighting choices, like where they turn off the power and use the flashlights. It was all really well done. It kept me engaged and helped build the tension while keeping the action going. None of the characters seemed too bland, but neither were they complex, which is fine. It's a two-hour action movie, so I don't need them to be. I thought the actors did well and seemed to fit their parts. I like Grant's arc of warming up to the idea of kids and Hammond's sad some of them smell <laughs> <laughs> baby smell and Hammond's sad realization that his park just wasn't successful enough uh, oh, realization that his park wasn't just unsuc unsuccessful but dangerous I do have a few minor criticisms I felt like the ending could have been a little bit better they just fly off safe and in one piece but what about the park what was Hammond going to do with it yeah he needed to take I always felt like it was an abrupt ending too but like it sets up you know, this uh, franchise. <laughs> that is that is why there is a lost world. Yes. He mm. takes out a remote and just says, I'm blowing this mother up. <laughs> She's just protecting her baby. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Aww. But what about the park? What was Hamden going to do with it? I think it would have helped bring these themes, man versus nature, and his character development full circle if we couldn't if we could have had a scene at the end with him saying that the park should be closed and he should have never tampered with nature or something of that kind. <laughs> She's, uh, that's she basically really the first ten minutes of Lost <laughs> World. Say, yeah, you, that's literally the opening sequence the of Lost of World. <laughs> also, I know the film is called Jurassic Park, and no doubt the trailers and marketing gave it away when it came out in 1993, but I, I wish they would have kept you guessing about whether there, are, whether, whether there were dinosaurs. We see the scene at the beginning with the raptor and the guy getting killed and everyone's wearing JP hats. Huh. <laughs> I wonder what creatures might be in a park with a dinosaur logo on it. Can you, uh, parentheses, can you sense the sarcasm? I guess I didn't read it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh. I wonder what kind of creatures might be in a park with a dinosaur logo on it. Maybe just, uh, maybe just generic security guard outfits and jeeps, etc. to keep the reveal safe until the group sees the dinosaurs for the first time. Mm. Also, I thought Tim was pretty useless <laughs> at following directions and Lex's <laughs> constant screaming and was annoying. Well, uh, yes, but she's a hacker, and he's Hackers a fanboy of Doctor Grant. No, I'm just saying, you gotta no, no, like. No, that she's a hacker. Yeah, no, she's a hacker. Yeah. And there were a few scenes where the effects don't hold up, but for the most part, yeah. they still look great. And the animatronics and puppets are pretty damn convincing. Which one does that not work? I can't remember. I watched it recently in 4K. I thought they all looked pretty yeah, good. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, there's there's a couple little moments like uh, in in 4K. There's a couple little moments like when the raptors jump up on the on the counters in the kitchen and stuff like that, mm. where in 4K they actually start to look like they're hovering. Mm. Um, but it's, I mean, in my maybe opinion, in my mind, much, I just yeah. don't care anymore. I right. just love the movie so much. I'm and, like, I, yeah. and I think part of what's missing is that if you'd seen the movie in the 90s when we hadn't seen so much CG. That that first moment when you see the brachiosaurs, yeah, you know you're going to see dinosaurs, but when they're that amazing that first time is still this mind blowing moment, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, it's it's 
it's great. Also, I mean, they have poisonous plants out there, but I mean, they put them out there because you thought they looked good. Right. Uh, also, Wayne Knight, the visual effect of Wayne Knight doesn't hold up that much anymore. <laughs> so, some of them smell is um, one of my favorite lines. And also, of course, Dotson! We got Dotson here! <laughs> See, nobody, <laughs> no, care. nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> His laugh when he's laughing at the uh, Barbasol can going like, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> and it's like a dying squirrel. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Don't get oh, cheap on me now, goodness. Dotson. Yeah, so good. Overall, I can see why so many people love this movie, and maybe I'll never love it like they do, but I really enjoyed watching it. Clearly not. <laughs> well, watch it about 35 more times like we have, and then <laughs> yeah. you'll get it. <laughs> you you, know you got to really beat it to death before and you, you really, love it like I you do. you really need to get it in 4K. Spare no expense, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you just, just sit in a chair like Clockwork Orange and just have it burst into her head yeah. for 72 hours. Exactly. <laughs> Jurassic Park, four out of five stars. For next week, I'll let you guys choose Devil's Advocate or Unforgiven, Pacino or Eastwood. I'm going to go with Unforgiven because wow. I watched that recently. Unforgiven because it's good. Yeah. You already watched Pacino one recently, so yeah, change so it do, up. Yeah, do Clint. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't call Devil's Advocate. And you got to be in the like, right mood to watch Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Like, I like it, but. Yeah. I, it's yeah. not bad. I'm just saying it's not like. It's all kinds of whoop when, doo When we <laughs> go from talking about Jurassic Park, which I would say is certainly among the 100 most important films ever made that you should yep. definitely see in your life. Like, you know, I wouldn't say Devil's Advocate is... It's I mean, not if, on an AFI list. You, if you want to see Cle- uh, Keanu Reeves' ass, then... <laughs> That's what makes it 101 on your list. <laughs> <laughs> it just barely makes it. Whoa, there's my ass. Uh, maybe we'll talk about Keanu Reeves' ass, ass later in <laughs> the show. <laughs> Are you touching my ass? <laughs> Any Night of the Roxbury fans here? <laughs> so it'd be physically impossible for me to touch your ass from over here. <laughs> that movie's shitty. <laughs> uh, hey, Brad, is there no, a... Really, we are going to talk about Canary's ass some more later. Awesome. Mm. Should we go around town with you? <gasps> we should. Oh, awesome, because we're going to grab a motorcycles. Some people have tricks, but we're all going to end up in the same place. The same place. Around town with bread. That's where we're going to go and not feel bad. See movies at movie theaters. Some old, some new. You won't feel bad because you're with your crew. Your crew? Better around town. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right, what's going on around town? <laughs> hey, film buddies, follow me around Denver. Uh, speaking of Jurassic Park, the Midnight the Esquire this week is the week uh, the week of November second. Is Jurassic Park? So Ooh, sweet, cool. Um, yeah, we just talked about that. Seen it. See it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last weekend was the last weekend for the drive-in, so I won't be talking that, about that for a while. So that's uh, hmm. that's that. And then on why it's ninety degrees outside. I know. Uh, I, I argued that they should stay open, but you know, every time they do that, that one night of bad weather rolls in, and they have to shut down anyway. So oh, okay. I get it. They well, then they should stay open. I'm desperate for one night of bad weather. <laughs> God, it's disgusting outside. Um, and then uh, on Tuesday, I think, at the Bug Theater, they're having the premiere of Snake Out of Compton. Hmm. The 30th. 
Yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Snake out of Compton? Yeah. yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a sci- is it a sci-fi movie or just no. like goofy like a sci-fi movie? It's goofy like a sci-fi movie. Uh, Tim Johnson, uh, who's one-fourth of Balonium, he wrote it and uh, some production company actually made it and it's like, it's got a CGI snake and it, mm-hmm. like giant snake and everything and it's, the trailer's bonkers and, uh, you know, it's supposed to be funny so oh, don't go. Oh my goodness. This, that snake looks like it's made out of Legos. Snake out of Compton. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a, a snake terrorizing Compton. That's, Crazy Copperhead name. That's it. Slither. Oh, <laughs> no, someone, someone else has we'll Photoshopped the those guys <laughs> on. Okay. Any NWA fans out there? My goodness. Um, it, it is $10 to get in, but that $10 goes to the bug theater and not the movie. So oh. uh, definitely come out and support that. It'll be fun. I thought you were going to say, like, the Colorado Reptile House. <laughs> Um, and then uh, they're gonna have a light. The Balonium's actually gonna play, so there'll be more than just the movie there. Nice, sweet, yep. And that's what's going on around town. Awesome movie news that you need in your life. It'll tell the story wow. of Hollywood, so make sure it's all nice. It's real news. We have so much shit. I'm going to go through a lot of this. And yet we have Bono? so much shit. We have and some not, Bono? And not, I'm going to leave Zach to talk about his one thing that I know he wants to talk about. What but, is the one thing? <laughs> um, a ring? Uh, Danny, Leaner, Danny Leaner has died uh, at 57. He was director of uh, Harold and Kumar Go to a White Castle. Oh, wow. Um, Dude, where's my So car? that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, um, we had another death, too, I think. I'm, I'm tempted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, James Karen from uh, Poltergeist oh. passed away. Oh. And Return of the Living Dead. And Return of the Living Dead, yeah. But I mean, One I'm trying two. to introduce James to the concept of James Karen. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was Frank in uh, Return of the Living Dead. And um, he was in a bunch of shit, though, in the 80s. It was like yeah. a horror. Great actor. Yeah. I loved him. Cool. I mean, not cool. I mean, bad. That's too bad. He was 94. Yeah. Well, good for him. Life will live. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Okay, going through some crazy shit that happened this week. Uh, Bruce Wayne and Alfred got cast in that weird Joker movie we don't know how to talk about. The one with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this movie? Martin Scorsese is trolling you if he's producing it. I just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm almost more desperate to see this than, like, I mean, certainly any other DC. I'm, I'm almost, ex- like, excited about it now because it's just, it has to be different, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the Joker's, Joker's origin story is interesting. So, but I have no idea not what concrete and also not concrete depends yeah. on what kind of mood he's in. Right. I have no idea like what this is going to be. Like, is it going to be anything based on it's just weird. I just find yeah. this movie fascinating. I, I, I'm interested to see Joaquin Phoenix play mm-hmm. that because he's such a he, he always makes interesting choices as an actor. Yeah. So I'm interested to see his take on an iconic role. There was somebody who's who's in it this week who was talking about the, the role being or his performance being really good. But obviously everybody's going to say that until the movie comes out. So. We'll see. It says Todd Phillips is directing it, but I think it's actually Paul Thomas Anderson, and they're keeping it a secret. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's three hours. Hey, then long I wouldn't have to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, very much so. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man nineteen eighty four. Or so sorry. Wow. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I, I'm not a sexist. I swear. Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, which I was about to say, is a title that I love. Uh, got pushed back to 2020, yeah. which is way too far from now. That's a long ways. My goodness. Ugh. Are they filming it right now? Um, I think they I are. I think they're starting. Um, 
Yeah, they must be filming it now because it was it was scheduled for November of next year, mm-hmm. but then they pushed it back six months. Um, it's too bad because that movie that the, everything about the idea of that sounds great. I want Wonder Woman, but in the eighties, yeah. I want him to fight Steve Jobs. Like, I, I think it's a great idea for a movie. Uh, I don't know that that's who he's fighting. she's fighting. I'm sure it's not. Hopefully. She's, but that would be great. Just she fight Amblin. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I want it to be a movie where, like, she runs her, little, her you know, her her big company, and then, like, there's another company, and they're evil, and then she ends up having to use her, her so one-on-one powers to kick dudes in the face. I loved Wonder Woman, and uh, she was really good in Justice League. I just hope this isn't too long of a gap. Yeah, for well, people lose interest, and the whole thing—I I, I almost be four think it's, years, right? Yeah, but I almost think it, it's going to work in their advantage because, like, you know, or three, three, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But especially with them canceling so many of their other projects and ta- and not really knowing what they're doing with other stuff and dragging their feet on so many things, like at least that way, when the next one comes out, people will just talk about it as a sequel to Wonder Woman and not necessarily True. in the context of this greater DC thing. Since I, it doesn't seem like any, you know. Well, yeah. the original um, release date is up against the third Star Wars movie, right? right? So it's probably yeah. best that they kind of oh, leave totally. that slot open. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I'm sure it may, it's, it's one thing to move it to Christmas. It's another thing to move it, uh, you know, six months later. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, it'll, hopefully it'll be good. Either way, it's yeah. going to be a little longer. That's all. Uh, Filmstruck is shutting down, as we learned this week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, was this good? Man, those, I never there's tried. There's only it. one way if I could watch my Criterion movies I want to watch. <laughs> Whenever I want to. Because <laughs> yeah. that was that was the thing about it, right? Was that it was basically yeah. just a, the, a streaming service, but it had a lot of the Criterions on it. It did, and it also it was more... Uh, Pretentious? Yes. Okay. Um, and I think the name's awful. I think Filmstruck is also awful. It's not as bad as Verve. I, I, I did a free trial of Verve, which mm-hmm. is VRV, this week, um, for, and I'll tell you more about it later. But oh my god, it's it's built by the people who do Crunchyroll, which is all anime. Yeah, and it, there's what's cool about it is you can sign up for it and you have access to Crunchyroll and all this other stuff. Like there's a whole bunch of different channels on this thing. Um, but it is the worst friggin' UI I have ever seen. Mm. You can't find anything. Like every time I would go in, I had to literally use the search, like because it doesn't recommend things properly for you or give you like a what you've been watching or mm-hmm. a watch. You know, there is a watch list, but it's not easy to manage. Um, and so every the first like three times I was watching the show that I started watching this week, um, I had to go in and search for the show, and the search is so slow. I'm like sitting there waiting, and so I think this happened the same day that I was watching Verve, and I was like, oh my gosh, like some of these need to die. It's probably not Filmstruck. You know, uh, Shutter has a bad interface too. Oh, I bet. But they keep, but but it gets better. It's been getting better with Shutter. Filmstruck though, I tried it. I couldn't. I I could I couldn't play anything. Oh. I I did a free trial, the whole week I kept trying to play one or two different things on uh, from the Criterion uh, element and the, stream, the streaming was just bad. Like yeah, you, you like, they, yeah, and they did. You, you like, could find movies you wanted. It was just that, oh, yeah. like it was oh. just that like you, when you hit play, nothing came through. You no, know, it was yeah. I just kept trying to load and stuff like that. Rough. And I and I know my internet's slow, but it's not that fucking slow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, no. I mean, I honestly don't think that. I think Criterion needs to work out some kind of deal with Prime or Netflix or something because I don't think they, they should be on Netflix. Well, I know, but Netflix like they need, money. but they need then they need to go back to it because I don't think striking well, yeah. out on their own and helped the, them out at all. The the long term goals of Netflix is not is to be a channel and not yeah. to be a thing for you to right. Have, so. You know, well, then Prime um, would probably be a better um, route yeah. for them. I mean, well, the truth is what's going to happen is... Because like, I didn't like it when they were on Hulu you're, either. You're going <laughs> to get a streaming service for the major production companies. So you're going to have a Disney one. You're going to have a Warner one. You're going to have 
Amazon and you're going to have Netflix and a handful more. <laughs> and we're all going to live in this terrible dystopian future where we all pay about as much as we paid for cable, but to watch like eight different streaming services. But at least, you know, that's why I try to tell yeah. my wife. Cause my wife asked me a couple weeks ago about, you know, should we get rid of cable? Um, my argument is because I like ESPN and yeah. and I like watching if, Rockies. If you and like, like sports, that. it's really difficult for you to you, get rid of. You can't to an extent because so I looked at PlayStation View where you can get ESPN and local right. channels. Yeah, but what I can't get is I can't get Avalanche. I can't get the Rockies. Uh-huh. Um, I can, no. but I have to add the MLB Network. Right, which is the cost is seven the bucks a month. Yeah, so yeah. even you think about it, I still have to pay for the internet to have the PlayStation View, which is fifty bucks a month. But if I want certain channels. It's like five, six dollars not more a month, so it ends up being almost exactly the same. Right. Um, We're still testing the waters though on all this. Like eventually, it'll it, it could work itself out. I don't know. I don't know. No. We'll see. Well, and it ends up. You wonder whether or not it matters when if Comcast goes and buys half of those, they'll make more money just selling you four different streaming services that add up to more than what their cable well, costs were. I mean, Comcast is NBC and Universal. Right. So what happens when the computers break down? Oh yeah, I'm physical not media. I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. I can still watch my Phantom Carriage if I want. <laughs> yes, but how? Well, I'll I will get to it. <laughs> um, anyway, still in news, uh, the best news for the Pirates of the Caribbean series since they announced the first sequel. <laughs> they are rebooting that motherfucker. Yay! Savvy. Sure. And they're probably doing it without Johnny Depp. Yay! Sure. They should make pirate movies because pirate movies are cool. Like. It's I, interesting. I, I don't know if you... There's an article about Johnny Depp on The Hollywood Reporter, and yeah. because he's... Uh, yeah, he's in a mess. He's in a mess, and they were saying that... Yeah, that, he, that he, new Harry Potter movie does not look good. I agree. Uh, his, <laughs> he gets fed lines, and I was like, does he really? And he admitted, so he puts an earpiece in, and that's why he has a wig there, and they read him his lines, and then he acts them out. Like, he doesn't even take the time to read the scripts. <sighs> How... I, I don't even like that movie, but I would be so much more excited if Colin Farrell was in this was in this new one. Like, the worst mistake... They, they should have done a pickup where they just had Colin Farrell reveal that he's Grindelwald the whole time, and then he walks off, and he gets to be he the He reveals himself the next... to be Colin Farrell. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, no, I'm just saying, like... You know, um, and like a dorsal fin pops out of his back because he's the shark from Jaws, and Sweet. He, he runs away. Um, I, I I like Bruce Grindelwald. I like Johnny Depp, but yeah, that article from because it was actually from like a couple months ago, but it's still yeah. fairly relevant. It's it, it's it's hard to read because I do I do like his films. I like him as an actor, but. Uh, hey. I like Johnny Depp, especially as an actor as well. I know, I know. The, I just, the but... problem with with the Pirates movie is that they took a side character who was there to be funny and made him the yeah, main character. That's not Je- that's and not Johnny Depp's doing. That's... No, 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 no. Yeah, but but because he became such a crutch, those movies were never really beautifully fun and and like quietly brilliant the way that the first one is. Like the first right. one is still. An incredibly fun action adventure movie that I that absolutely stands up. Well, yeah, that um, and uh, the fourth one, obviously. Well, okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kick you as hard as I can under the table. Um, but like, th- they use him so much as a crutch after that that if, dude, you know what's cool? Like pirates are cool. Yeah, we should get like, Gina Davis and Matthew Modine fighting. in the next we sh- one. We should because that movie is pretty solid. <laughs> Fight you. Man. The trailer uses Army of Darkness's soundtrack. It does. <laughs> the March of the Dead. Uh, awesome. Speaking of sequels to things that don't need sequels, Labyrinth is getting one. I don't think that anyone told them uh, oh, that God. he's dead. So yeah, they don't have to pay for uh, prosthetics on him then. 
Yeah. But as long as they get Jennifer Connelly back, I will watch it. Um, uh, speaking of things that might die, they're saying that Daredevil season four might get canned. Uh, Netflix has canned everything else from Marvel. Um, oh, it's just inevitable because, yeah. I mean, when Disney gets theirs up and they're going to have their own Marvel section. Right. Yeah. It says Netflix is canceling a bunch of different stuff, too. So I don't Oh, yeah, know yeah. They've been, they've been I, – I, part of it is I think they're finally – you know, they've spent years just trying everything. And I think they're finally starting to, like, go, okay, we got to, like, trim the leaves back and spend money in the right places. Mm-hmm. Like um, Oscar campaigning for Roma. <laughs> sure. Maybe shouldn't have I given mean, every comedian their own special. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, at the same time, like – some of that like we don't know what the data shows if the data shows that there are a lot of people watching that stuff and it is worth them to spend money on a comedian special probably not that expensive right that's a person on stage you got to pay for some stuff it's not the same as paying for filming roma or you know uh shit um, i mean imagine how Ballad expensive bound of buster scruggs probably cost them a Sure. Penny. Well, or six seasons of House of Cards. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, really think about the the amount of talent that was in that show. Yeah. Especially behind the camera, mm-hmm. like that was an expensive show. And Mindhunter, right? Like anything where you go and get David Fincher to go make at least that was only like six episodes or something. But no, it's ten. Um, but still, I mean, but the, I mean, I hope we still get season two. Oh, I no, I do too. But I I, th- I also think that that's one that that struck gold and really took off. And my, you know, House of Cards did them mm. plenty I, I, of. I'm weary because everything I like turns to dust eventually. So. Well, that's just because you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. So just you know, if you if you like Daredevil, I haven't watched the new season, so I, I have neither. no idea. Daredevil's a good show, though. I didn't watch Defenders, and I didn't watch. There's a whole Jessica Jones season I haven't watched, um, and I should. I'm sure yeah, they're good. Jessica Jones is good. Yeah. Um, Disney's Hollywood Studios is talking about maybe doing an Indiana Jones land, sweet, um, mm. which would be pretty dope. I, at least if they took, I only recently learned that they shut down the the yeah. the uh, stunt show. Yeah, which I mean, obviously, if it was like <clears throat> killing people, they should. Um, but uh, or at least seriously hurting them. I don't. Did anybody I ever think die? I don't think anybody The show's died. cool though. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I remember seeing it. You know, but I also remember like going, and at the time there wasn't because there's not a Disney. There's not a. There's not an Indiana Jones ride. In in Orlando, no, in Orlando they just have now. the yeah. stunt show. Um, There's and I remember Jones. being disappointed. Oh, go ahead. There's an Indiana Jones ride in California. Yeah, yes, in California. Yeah. yeah, but when I so when we did the Disneyland stuff, like we did Disneyland, and then like two years later we did Disney World. And when we got there and it wasn't a ride, it was like the stunt show. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound as cool. But then yeah. it was awesome because it was yeah. a whole flying wing, wing that, section, and it's probably really expensive to do. Oh yeah, because I mean that stage is yeah. It's a it's pretty if impressive. You, if you took even if you just did like a little section like you know like in a like a uh, a Frontierland yeah. style like you don't have to do like Star Wars Land in in Disneyland but you know do a couple rides and a fun little adventure sort of zone. Yeah, maybe awesome. the Country Bears can you come could always, join in. You could always change yeah, sure, Tarzan's yeah. tree to like Indiana Jones Temple uh, Crawl. Tarzan's mm. tree. <laughs> that Terminator Two three uh, D ride got shut down too. Which one? I found out about. I found out uh, that recently the the Terminator Two oh, 3D yeah. experience one. Oh, They're doing it a lot it? now. I um, mean, because fight for the future. Yeah, I guess all those things are like twenty, thirty years old now. Yeah, yeah. They had to like well, fight to keep the Back to the Future one. I know that. And and it's gone. It, well, it's it gone go, too. It, yeah, because the Simpsons rides there, but they Dude, they held why, out as long as they could. This is why you friggin' Harry Potter fans. I told you when you let them take Jaws, you let them take anything. It's chaos now. They shut it all down. <laughs> But anyway, let's be honest. Was Jaws a franchise or was it just a? It's a cool movie? ride. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was dope, and it was just a. It was a nice lake, and you might get wet. <laughs> it was fun, 
And he got hot from the fire. Yeah, there was fire. And sometimes, if you were looking the right direction, you might see a shark. You know what? If they get rid of the if they get rid of the part of the tour where you go through backdraft, then I'll be angry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that can't still be there. They can't it's still not. do it. Yeah, okay. I remember being there the last time I was there. I, I, when I go on my oh fuck, I went on my honeymoon eight years ago. Maybe it's not there. Yeah, uh, I remember being there eight years ago. That'd be terrible. Um, one of the writers from Rick and Morty is making a, uh, a an animated show for what's the CBS all CBS All Access um, that is just about the like the guys on the lower deck that you never get to talk to. Um, Ooh, which sounds fun. Yeah, that might be good. They're going crazy with Star Trek stuff on All Access. Clearly, it must be driving that entire streaming service. Oh yeah, I, um, I read an article about it. Well, that and reruns of Murphy Brown, man. I mean, well, because on. because between you know Discovery and then. Now this show, and then they also have those those Star Trek shorts. Um, which who is it that there's there's one of them directed by? Oh man, uh, now I can't remember. Um, there was like a big name that I saw this week where I was like, oh shit, I need to watch that. Um, Orson Welles. No, it's like somebody who doesn't even do film and TV. It's like a like a writer. Anyway, um, oh oh, uh, Michael Shaben, um, oh. who is you know a Pulitzer Prize winning author, uh, wrote a a Star Trek short, and I was like, Heck oh yeah. my goodness. Um, but he's dope. So, uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, oh, we don't need to talk about this. I just want to talk. I've stared at this photo forever. That's Ron Howard. Yeah. Aww. Look at that dope beard and that cool haircut. That's Bryce Dallas Howard, by the way. Yeah. But look how, how cool he looks. Yeah. My goodness. She's going to direct a Star Wars she's t- TV gonna, show. She's going to direct this documentary about dads. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Following her father's footsteps. How cool oh, is that? In that yeah. picture, he's telling her about how he's going to direct Solo one day. <laughs> Save Solo. Or Save Aww. Solo, yes. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, Ed Catmull, who is one of the founders of Pixar, is retiring after 40 years of animation. Okay. So, but good for him. Cool. Anyway, right on. He can go to Hawaii. Uh, should I care about Bad Taste and Dead Alive getting 4K releases? <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. They're insane. I need, I need everything of Peter Jackson available to me Where's the yesterday. Meet the Feebles 4K? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> right? Um, Ooh, in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool if he did, like, really in-depth coverage of that stuff with, like, I heard he was actually going to be pretty and involved in it. And, like, yeah. Just It'd be sweet. To, to see a, a director go back and, like, revisit the stuff that started their careers that they've become, you know, the biggest badass in their entire country. I I like to think if I ever struck it big, I wouldn't be that way. You know, like Jennifer Aniston won't talk about Leprechaun or something. Oh, I would like, if they did like a 20th anniversary and I was in some shitty horror film, I'd be fuck. Yes. I'll sit down and talk about this for hours. Yeah. You should go Um, tell that to Leonardo DiCaprio so you can be on the critters Two commentary. (laughs) (laughs) No, but saving the planet. Yeah. But no, I, um, I, I, I would love one for I would love Global one for warming. bad taste, but I would oh. definitely love one for Dead Alive in terms of like a commentary or a like a, a retrospective interview. Well, 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 like a newer one, an even newer one, mm-hmm. like and talk about like you know he he always like goes into digital effects and stuff like that in his interviews yeah. and whatnot. Let him do an in depth one about bad taste and that was a really Dead Alive. good Richard Taylor <laughs> special effects, digital effects. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll talk about Peter Jackson later. Uh, no, we won't. I oh, refuse. Yeah, well. I refuse to do. Don't don't predict what we're gonna do. Uh, only I get to do that. I have all the cards here. Nice. Um, speaking of people who don't have all the cards, I don't know. Uh, Movie Pass got spun off from its parent company so that they can kill it with a bat. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, they they split up. The parent company split like Movie Phone and Movie Pass, and 
whatever Movie Pass Ventures is, which is Movie probably Fun a holding company. Exists? Yeah, they they bought it a while back. Yeah. Um, so they spun all that stuff off so that, that way they can kill one of them without killing all of them. Uh, my friend Derek um, from the old Radio Brendo Man show, he um, he texted or he put a photo up on Facebook that was like a eulogy for Movie Pass, and he's just like, "I hope you find the piece you're looking for." <laughs> <laughs> it was like I feel bad for him because that was the way he could afford to see movies in L.A. So oh yeah, um yeah it, uh, weird. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things Switching where like A-list. we said for years like this can't work, and then like it was such a big deal for look, about look at eight us. months there. Little podcast that could mm-hmm. we can predict the future. <laughs> Predicting the future, we willed it to happen. <laughs> yeah, um, poor Henry too. I guess. Well, okay. Um, Remember when I said, let's see if James Mangold finished his Boba Fett and look where we are now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is that that on your news list? I was trying to cue you up. Oh, no, but that is really good. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where like there's been enough movie, uh, enough content about um, uh, the Mandalorian that like. I, I I always assumed that there was no Boba Fett movie happening, so to have you know Kathleen Kennedy come out and be like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." Well, they announced like, him doing it like what six months ago. Yeah, so yeah it was a was... big deal, and now it's like, "Oh, that was never a thing." And everyone yeah. also uh-huh. reading saying that they never announced it. I'm like, "No, they did." Yeah, we well, talked about it. But they also, you know, you know, if my wife could see you, Zach, she would be flipping out. Why? You're literally <laughs> pulling bottled water into a cup. Because I'm promoting our movie of the week. That no one can see. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's head just Visual jokes. Um, I apologize, Laura. Uh, <laughs> look at me. I'm drinking bottled water. We're straight out of the bottle. Pure plastic goodness. You know what I do sometimes? Suck I just, up. <laughs> I just feed bottled water to the dog. Fuck it. I actually almost did today. Because it was easier. We were taking the dog for a walk, and I, I was like, well, instead of filling up a bottle, like there's just a bottle in the fridge. I could just grab it and go. And then it's cold. Then I get to treat my dog cold water. And then I thought... That's silly. Why would you give bottled water to the dog? He's fine. But it's anyway. no intention to disrespect the environment. I just literally wanted to just drink out of my Almo glass that I haven't had a chance to drink thanks, out of. Thanks yet. for the pure water. Now I'm going to eat my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Robert England said that he's uh, he wants to do another Freddy movie. Um, we they need to fix that makeup on that Goldberg's appearance then because it was not that great. <laughs> Oh. It was fun. The the appearance is awesome, but the makeup is terrible. Well, yeah. Man. I mean, what? They got $15 on, on Goldbergs to do makeup? Like, well, I'm you pretty know. sure they got more than $15 on they're that show. Right. <laughs> they're doing all right. Um, and then the very last thing, which I I guess I should have held to the end, was that Jamie Lee Curtis is saying that she would totally do a Halloween sequel if David Gordon Green came back and directed it. Mm. Um, but maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I probably should. And then that's news. Okay, cool. Cool. Cool Blu-rays unless coming I, out. Unless, Zach, do you want to talk about Chris Pine's dick? <laughs> I just said that we should do that article and then be done with it. Because apparently just... he's shows, he he hangs dong in the new Netflix show that he did with the guy from uh, Hell or High Water. So. Sure. Um, but the question is, if it's R-rated, how much dong is, does he hang? How much of his dong? And my answer, sh- my is, my is, answer is however long it wants to be. I don't care. What is it on Netflix? I just like, it's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, it's a Netflix. So the original. question is, how long it buffers while you're staring? <laughs> That's really, you know, how is you it, have to. Is it gonna be all pixely and stuff? Yeah. How good is your internet connection? That tells you how long he hangs dong. Oh, well. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah, but no, I just I, I mean, I, I'm not the one. I just it. saw that on my news app and I was just like, wow. News. <laughs> 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 uh, sorry. Anyway, so that's news. 
Nice. What's coming out on Blu-ray? Cool stuff. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Just got to replace my $6 South Park Blu-ray that my dog just tore up. Oh. Or just take your dog out back and shoot him in the head. <laughs> Done. <laughs> just make him finish the job. Then he'll never do it again. It's just like teaching a kid not Rub to smoke cigarettes. Rub his nose again. Yeah, teach, just like teaching a well, kid not to smoke cigarettes. Like, force him to eat the rest of the Blu-ray, and he'll never do it well, again. Well, here's the annoying thing is, um, so we just took Daisy out of her kennel because she's getting too big for her, but she hasn't done anything. She's been by herself in the house for like two weeks. Sure. I came home today. They didn't do anything. I put them outside, played with them, fed them, left. And then Laura just texted me a picture of my South Park season 13 tour out. Blu-ray? Yeah. Is that season very good? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it has a Kanye West episode. That one's really funny. Ooh, Was it like sticks? on yeah. the shelf and she pulled yeah. it off? Yeah, I don't know why she did that. It's just that one. Yeah, I mean, the good news is, so there's an FYE now in the mills, and they... Wait, yeah. How is this good mm, news? No. <laughs> no but, but, they, but they sell the South Park Blu-rays for like $5. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool. Isn't that what, what it was? Like, it was a second spin over at the mills, wasn't it? Or is it just an FYE? It's FYE, up? yeah. Oh, okay, so then that's where they sent all the stuff from Colorado Boulevard, and too. Back in the day when, when the mills was first built, it was something else. Um... A tattoo parlor. No, it, it was another cow DVD store, but it was like <laughs> it wasn't a Sam Goody, but it was something else. Like media play company. No, Suncoast. Suncoast. No, <laughs> but yeah, it's Fry's a, Electronics. It's an Fye now. <laughs> Incredible Universe. Yeah, it's all the stuff that they Radio Shack dropped away from. Best purchase. Uh, Batman the Animated Series is out on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah they just uh, announced too. They, they made like out, another right? twenty thousand of them because yeah. Yeah. they sold out so fast, which isn't more. surprising at all. Yeah. I had to buy mine directly from the Warner Brothers website. Did I you get it? Yeah, uh, I pre-ordered mine as soon as it was announced from Amazon. But I, I, I'm so mad at Amazon right now. I think I've canceled like ten of my pre-orders through them. Wow. Because so I, I mean, I get Scream Factory through them. Yeah, and lately they've they've all been like thirty five dollars. They don't drop the price on them at all. And then stuff like uh, I know they're still in a sp- I must still be in a spat with Disney because so um, like celebrating Mickey the Blu Ray uh, the day it released like currently unavailable. Is so it, is it on the Disney Movie Club? Uh, yeah, so I got it because yeah. I got it through the Disney Movie Club. Yeah, and that's the thing. So now I just order directly from Scream Factory because it's stupid because mm-hmm. Scream Factory drops them down to like eighteen dollars. Um, and then I, I sent a f- huge mean fucking email to them. I'm, I told them, like, I don't even, why do I even have Prime anymore? Why am I pre-ordering stuff that you're not going to deliver to me on um, when it's released? Because the second season of The Marvelous Miss Basil is coming out. That is true. <laughs> December 6th. No, but it's, it's, it. it's, it's really shitty. I mean, they got rid of their, pre, uh, their game thing. Mm-hmm. So there's no incentive there. What's the incentive of me ordering it? They don't even deliver it on day it's arrived. They keep on saying currently unavailable. Because of Suspiria in theaters now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I even... um, So I had the community pre-order, canceled that, because still not available. Um, And it might not all be their fault. Yeah. But at the same time, they have all this buying power, and they're going to just price gouge everything now. So what's the point of having Amazon? I had had an issue with them getting one of my Warner Archive uh, DVDs. Yeah, so fuck them. They took three days to get a... Two day, well, no, not three. Day. Three extra days on top of the two days, in which I would have gotten it, and then I had to call them and find out, like, uh, where did my package go? Yeah, no, and, and I just the only thing that irks me is like they don't make them available, and then what's the point of because you can't even save money on them, and that was the whole point of having Prime is you get them on release date, 
You save money because they're going to drop the price. Right. But now they don't drop the price. And when I can order from Scream Factory now, and I get it two weeks early. Yeah. Because they ship directly from Scream Factory. Yeah. So it's they, they've got to start winning me back because I'm really fed up with Amazon right now. And was it always like the two-day shipping? Like I got into the game late, but now it seems like, yeah, it's two-day shipping. So it's like they can wait a week to ship it. And then you still get it in two days, and it's like that's yeah, no, it's stupid. not cool either. It, that like uh, I mean, I got a message that my Batman got shipped, but at the same time, it's like I was wondering if it's going to ship or not because yeah, well, yeah, what they've been doing a lot for me is they actually end up waiting a day. Like I think their fulfillment is behind, so then they're they're overnighting everything. So like mm. I'll get it, and it'll say like you know I'll I'll order a thing, and then a day later I'll get the like hey we shipped your thing, and then the next day it will arrive, but it like. It, if you think about it, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't ship it within six hours. Yeah, and um, I, 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 the thing to me more is because, I mean, you go to Amazon because they have great deals, but they don't have great deals anymore. Right. Is it because they're trying to force me not to get physical stuff? Well, it's because they're not, they're not trying to dominate that market anymore. I mean, the truth is Amazon's whole model is they go into a market, gouge all the prices, do everything they can to dominate the market, mm-hmm. and then once they do, they move on, and then they sell everything just the same way anybody else does. Yeah, so, and I, yeah, and it's it creates an opportunity that anybody else like Shout Factory or Disney Movie Club or anybody like that, you can go now buy stuff from those people directly and get a better deal. Yeah. So and that they just won't they just can't compete. And even yeah. stuff like even some when I now it's coming to Christmas season, I'll take my phone with me and I'll scan stuff mm-hmm. to see if I can get it for cheaper Amazon. And last year it didn't happen. Yeah. The, no. I don't even know what's cheaper on Amazon anymore. Yeah. Don't even know. Yeah. This message brought to you by Jack Ryan, season two coming soon. <laughs> the, the the actual answer is groceries, because mm. that's the market yeah. they're trying to take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you so. have Whole Foods, like my folks do it through my account. I had to joint joint my account together with them, mm-hmm. so now they can do a bunch of Whole Foods coupons there because so they're partnered you, up with them in the locker situation too. If you know if you know anybody who really wants a head of broccoli for Christmas, you're in good luck. <laughs> yes. Amazon has your back. <laughs> uh, speaking of Criterion's. I think we were. Anyway, uh, no, Shout Factories. Well, yeah. instead, Criterion's uh, this week, the uh, Criterion version of The Princess Bread is out, mm-hmm. uh, so you can get that. Did it's you get a- yours early? Yeah, I actually bought this from Best Buy on Friday. Oh, wow. Thursday. It Good. showed up yesterday. Nice. Wow. Um, you bought it on their online? Yeah, online. Oh, wow. Uh, shipped it today because I'm an elite member. Um, Don't tell but <laughs> Criterion, if we're listening, they glued the spec sheet because you. Can, I don't know if you can tell. It's like the it's a digital book. It's a digital book, and the book, uh, like the the material for the cover is like a classic, oh, like, like linen cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's got like foil printing of all the artwork mm. on it, right? But they put the the hot glue for the spec sheet on the back over the as you wish like <laughs> graphic art they did. So when you peel off the glue, it peeled off like <sighs> half of the. So it says as you wish now, <laughs> <laughs> and like there's just a little faded you where as it's, you wish, as you wish, <laughs> as you wish, pilgrim. So yeah, Criterion, whatever next batch prints, don't don't glue that thing on the back because it comes oh. shrink wrap. You can just leave. You don't have to glue the yeah, inspection oh, yeah. there. Well, so often they do that thing where they wrap it over the top, so it's yeah. not even stuck on any. You know, so. um, that's too bad. Uh, 12 Monkeys is getting a release from Arrow, uh, the film, not the TV show. Yeah. Um, which I mean, the the, we talked cool. about that two weeks ago, so they must have moved the release date. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't here. Hey, speaking of Keanu Reeves, but um, you can now see it in that weird Zion scene in 4K. 
Because this week you can watch get the whole Matrix trilogy or individually all in 4K. The Facebook page for the Matrix, by the way, made it very clear to remind me that that this year is the 12th anniversary of the Matrix Revolution. Oh man, what a powerful anniversary (laughs) for them to release this 4K edition. I snapped a photo of it, and it was like Neo never gave up the fight. Yeah, he's still in there. (laughs) Happy 12th anniversary, Matrix. I said it to Brad. It just made me laugh. 12 years later, he's still dead. Yeah. Um, I would totally like. I'm very tempted by this. I'm gonna wait until this is half the price it is now, Black and Friday. then buy it. Oh yeah! After yeah. rewatching them, like I'd love to, but I, again, I'm on your boat too. Yeah, I just half haven't. Off. I haven't seen them in a while, so like, I want to watch those two. I had more like, fun watching the sequels again than I've had in years, but I mean, they're not great. But you, I like how they watching, fuck with you. Watching those movies in years, not. You had more move, more fun with those movies than you have in years. Like, well, because I've watched them so many times. But okay. Anyway, Best yeah, Buy right. has some steel books of it, but the art looks terrible. Oh, like that's good. The first one's like a bent spoon with the three of their faces in it, and oh, then the other yeah. one's like a splash of jizz. I don't know. The, <laughs> the steel book for for the regular Matrix is really cool. It's a little baby egg. Um, thingy, you know, like the, <laughs> the pod, the pod, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, as I remember, yeah. I think I, I have think, that. I think Reloaded is just a set of keys on a key loop. Yep, that sounds about as disappointing as Reloaded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that architect uh, scene is really cool. Nicholas Cage's Mandy uh, is out this week on Blu-ray. Who, what, where, why? So if you revenge. didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't stream that, now you can. Um. Oh, shoot, I don't have these in, like, a super powerful order, so whatever. Um, this week from Shout Factory under Shout Select is Dragnet. Uh, <laughs> which I would buy, except dope. it's, like, 28 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, oh. but it'll go down. Give it time. Will it? Yeah. Uh, give it time. Well, yeah, you, Fucking Amazon. Or you'll find another place to Be honest, Ryan, who other than you and I really wants Dragnet? <laughs> I, would watch I, have, I haven't seen that movie in a while. And it's you know the, what? I'm going to finish my fucking Amazon rant. So I, I, <laughs> so I canceled Trick or Treat because they were going to ship it to me for thirty five dollars. Yeah. So I went to Shout Factory and it's eighteen ninety nine on Shout Factory. That's wow. crazy. And uh, That's they dumb. just shipped it last week and it came out two weeks ago. And Shout's like, oh yeah, we've just had so many orders, we've had to catch up. Like they had yeah. to like go back and re and make more of them. Mm-hmm. So Amazon's thing was like, so you know they sold a lot of them. Yeah. So they could have fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of Nicolas Cage, uh, also from Shout Select is Valley Girl. Um, <laughs> it's actually kind of a neat little painted cover. Uh, from Arrow is a movie called Torso. Uh, a Sergio Mar- Martino movie. Uh, which What's interesting about this, so it's called Torso, and yet the cover, just a head. You know? <laughs> Just a head, Being head, out. head, head, pair of hands. It's ironic, James. Um, no, no torso, no torso involved. From Vinegar Syndrome this week is Incubus. No relation to the band, uh, which is a movie where this lady goes swimming and then gets kidnapped by space. Black Manta, uh, Moonhead, uh, yeah, <laughs> Moon <fire>. Person. <laughs> it's a head of space. No, it's a, the ultimate power of evil. Knock off well, Mysterio. Well, that's just what it says. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a question about Mysterio. Um, <laughs> okay. Is he... Does he actually have a head under the glass? Yeah. Or is his head the glass with the no, gas No, he has a it? head underneath it. So yeah. the, the mask protects him from the hallucinogenic gases he shoots out. Okay. And he controls... I was wondering um, about that the other yeah. day. Yeah. 
like has the computers and stuff in it. Uh, also out this week from uh, Vinegar Syndrome is Joaquin Phoenix's The Joker. <laughs> uh, or sorry, this is called Blood Harvest, uh, but Actually, the face is the same. It kind of looks like Lon Chaney in the, or no, Conrad Veidt in The Man Who Laughs. Yeah. That's weird. Um, what's weird is how like painted in the mouth is. Also from Vinegar Syndrome is The Killing Kind. Um, man, it's just, it's because we're right before Halloween. So there was yeah. like a lot of just like, just dump all the weird horror movies. Here's one where a guy picks up rat. Oh no. And there's blood in the shape of faces on it. Yeah. It's a, it's a blood rat face. Ryan, you know what kind of rats I have in my house? The killing kind. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, can't hardly wait is getting a 20, uh, 20 year anniversary. <laughs> I can't think of every time I see anything from that movie. I just think of another teen movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it is. My goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, the spy who dumped me is out this week on 4k. Um, I heard that was better than it seemed. Me too. I, I want to watch it. Yeah. I may, I may, I put it on my, Hey, try to check, you know, check this out before the end of the year list. I don't remember what came out. The same, it, what came out around with it, but yeah. Well, know, I think it, it was just like a bad title. It's out of order. It's driving me crazy. So, um, second, <laughs> second to last thing is uh, the Slenderman movie is out on Blu-ray this week. Is it, this is the first time it's been released, right? It was just so far down the list no, that it, I got paranoid. Well, no, yeah, it's the first time it's released, but like it, no it, one it, gave it, a shit. It went to theaters for a hot minute, and Movie Pass was involved in it getting released. Uh, so that wait, was, did you put this in an order of how you like them? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like flipping through them to watch the different features, and I just kind of put them back in. Yeah, right. Ryan has <laughs> pulled uh, Zach's box set of the Halloween movies from Screen Factory, from Screen Factory, and uh, Zach threw the them away out of the, order. So the, Ryan's the book them is in like order. in the middle of it. Well, that's when he read it. He he. They're in it's the like order 10, he went. It's no. like ten Blu-ray cases that yeah. he's like. Yeah. Are they just Blu-rays? They look like they're black. And why did you take off this slit? You can't see the cool like art on behind it. I know, but I also don't want to but risk he, uh, he protecting it off because those black Blu-ray that package cases also sweet. came from Amazon. But I had to get it through a third seller, so I don't know what the heck they did with it. So I don't want to risk anything. That's right. Uh, and the very last thing from Shaft Factory this week. <laughs> Is... Thank you, Ryan. Can you clean my house now? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> the Wasp Woman. A beautiful woman by day. A lusting queen wasp by night. Holy yeah. shit, would you look at this cover. That's awesome. Oh yeah. my goodness. That is the face of a woman on mm -hmm. a 40-foot wasp. Guys, I want to announce what my new tattoo is going to be. Wait. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Looks like Roger Corman. What are these? Yep. Beaten. Does, 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 does the wasp have boobs? It does. No, those are the legs. These are the front legs hanging down. That's what that is. That's not boob. That's that'd be crazy. You know what? This this poster's a Rorschach. You see whatever you want. My goodness. You see legs. I also love press. He's beaten. This this like Bubes. bizarrely <laughs> leaning guy who's getting caught up by the wasp lady. Like, oh my gosh, I, the, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This shit is ridiculous. I've only seen that poster. I've never seen that movie. Oh, man. But it's like, it, it's like one you'd find in a poster book. <laughs> so. Oh, man. This is, I just can't stop looking at it. Anyway, that's Blu-rays this week. We also watch movies throughout the week in a segment I call What We've Been Watching. Zach, what'd you watch this week? <laughs> was that enough room for the bumper? Um, yeah, but what are you going to do? Yeah, <laughs> I guess not I have it. Wait, um, no, you're, you're going to have it now. Show 
uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Go. Oh, a um, couple things. Uh, I rewatched the King Kong remake from Peter Jackson. I love that movie. Um, yep. And, um, you had that much time? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the theatrical version, so don't worry. Oh, good. <laughs> I saved 30 minutes. Uh, I, I still like it a lot. Um, it's um, it's not a... Uh, I mean... I, I think it's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I... I, I I was kind of like amazed that like certain scenes that I remembered in my head like play out differently, and I don't know. Like, I, it's been a while since I rewatched it, so. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it, and then I kind of went through the production diaries on there because I ended up getting that ultimate edition because mm-hmm. um, they someone brought it to work and <laughs> donated it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting it. Um, I uh, I continued my Universal Monster series with the Wolfman from 1940. Um, and Brad, you're wrong. That movie's amazing. Um, <laughs> you just don't like good things. I, I think I truly believe this. Why do you hate good things, Brad? I don't know. What are you even talking about? I was you, <laughs> you, you, you actually, he gave it respect last week, but he just, I, I think the, the wolf man, you just didn't give it enough respect. Oh. Brad. Yeah. No, no, he gave it plenty of respect. I'm just giving him shit. Um, I just rebought it actually. So fuck you. Oh, you did. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no. Um, I mean, it doesn't live up I, to the Benicio del Toro. I was one, but... the Wolfman. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, no. Lon Chaney uh, Jr. plays the Wolfman. Uh, Claude Rains plays his father, which still bugs me to this day because they look like they're about the same age. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I had fun wa- rewatching it again. Um, it's a lot shorter than I remember it being. Um, like, I, I always kind of have it in my head as like about an hour and twenty, but it's like an only an hour and eleven film, eleven minute film. So. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's fun. Um, Tells its story doesn't need to be longer. Yeah, no, no. I just, again, what you remember and what yeah. it actually is are two different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still a great script by Kurt Siodmak, and um, I I really dig the um, the the whole gypsy motif around it and whatnot. With um, racist um, Maria Uspenskaya plays the uh, gypsy woman who um, uh, gives all the warnings throughout the film after her son Bela is killed. Um, so, and she's, she's a great method actor from that period in this one. She's not super like into the role, but then she gets better in, um, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, I believe. So, um, uh, but yeah, um, that was fun. Um, I went to the gym. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to continue it. Um, you're good. Uh, I went to the gym and tried their fitness cinema because uh, Dan and I go to the same gym. Yeah. Um, and they have a fitness cinema in it. Uh, and they were playing the last three minutes of Beetlejuice, and I was going to only do 20 minutes in there. But I was like, ah, if they replay it, I'll go through the whole thing and walk the whole time. Yeah. So I did it for the hour and 32 minutes. Uh, that movie is approximately 4.14 miles. Uh, and I can, and you can, and you can burn 983 calories with it. My goodness! On the current speed that I had, we should, um, and it keeps should... getting funnier every <laughs> single time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, rewatching it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm fine with not putting it on the 88 list because uh, it doesn't work Good. for me as well. It's as it already used to. done. Yeah. No, I know. You'll but never like, change it ever. Yeah, no, it, no, it it it. It doesn't work for me the way it used to, but Michael Keaton is still amazing in it, um, and I like the seeing Dick Cavett get grabbed by a shrimp hand. It's really funny. You don't get to revisit that list for 10 years, <laughs> sir. Oh, God. What am I going to do in between that time? Um, I also did a Marx Brothers marathon and went through all their flicks. Um, wow. I, uh, well, not all of them. I'm through the Paramount ones now. I'm going to go through MGM next. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I that coconuts one, uh, the, which is the first one they did from 1929, looks amazing on Blu-ray. Like they, they cleaned that shit up 
well. Hmm. Um, but Horse Feathers, their fourth film with that um, period, like I guess they're there's never going to be a good print of that film because even the best transfer in the world wasn't able to save half the stuff that's wrong with that print. But that's somehow still my favorite Marx Brothers film. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, that was all kinds of fun. Uh, and the last thing I saw was uh, the remake of A Star is Born oh. uh, starring Lord Cooper and Lady Gaga. Sure. Um, that it, was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I want to I golf clap your Lord Cooper. Yeah. All right. I'm good with that. Um, yeah, no, um, it was really good. Um, this is, I think this is easily the second best version of that story ever done. Uh, <laughs> having seen all the other pr- three previous ones. Um, I mean, like the Streisand one will always be fourth place because it's just, God, it's garbage. I'm Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Chris Christopherson. I mean, they're fine in it. It's just, it's, it's poorly written and it misses the point of that ending. Um, but, um, and then the Frederick March one's probably number three. Number two is Judy Garland one. And then this one, uh, or number one is always going to be Judy Garland. But anyway, this one's really good. Um, Bradley Cooper plays washed up, uh, washed up singer, meets a girl, uh, helps her rise to stardom while he declines. Uh, Lady Gaga is great in this fucking flick. Like she, she commits to it. And does she deserve an Oscar? Because everyone wants her to get an Oscar now for this. I, I, I at least want to see her get nominated, but. Even if she didn't in the acting category, she needs to get a nomination and possibly a win for that song "Shallow." That song is fucking great. Like I, 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 I totally fell under the populist spell with that one. Um, uh, and uh, but yeah, and it's it's well shot. Cooper's got a great eye, and he he, it's the first film he's directed. So like, I'm obviously like not gonna like, like say give him like an Oscar, but like. He shows that he can do it, and I appreciate that he can do it. It's clear that he learned from Clint Eastwood how to do things because there are certain things that remind me of Clint Eastwood movies in the terms of how he shoots things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like it's 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 really solid, and it doesn't like lag. It moves pretty quick. Um, and Sam Elliott, I think this is the time we give him a supporting actor Oscar if we're gonna ever do it because he's really fucking good. Hmm. Um, he plays his brother in the movie. I mean, I would have voted for Ghostwriter, but Roadhouse, <laughs> Big Lebowski, oh, Roadhouse. Oh yeah, that's right. We don't need to talk about Big Lebowski. Um, no, uh, yeah, we don't talk about the hero. Uh, um, and that they, and Boondock Saints. We don't talk about these movies. Like what? Oh yeah, I certainly yeah. Um, but also Dave Chappelle's really good in it. He's only in it for like a scene or two, but he's he's great. You know, you, you actually for I didn't know he was in it until right now. I suddenly became interested in that movie. Now he's only like I said, he's only in didn't it for a scene, a but it's a really ago. it's a really touching scene. Oh. Um, and uh, but yeah, I I would definitely go check it out. I understand why that story keeps getting retold. Like it wasn't a surprise to me that it was going to be good. I just didn't think it was going to be this good. Like this great, mm. you know. So. Yeah, I would definitely go check it out. That's all I watched this week, guys. Cool. James? Um, just a couple of things. I rewatched District 9, which I probably haven't seen in like, man, six or seven years, I feel like. I, I, you know, I probably watched it a handful of times after it came out mm-hmm. um, for the first few years there. And then um, Brooks had never seen it, and she picked it off the sack. And uh, anyway. She chose that uh, over Chappie, right? Dude, I don't. <laughs> Who I don't I don't I don't give her bad options like <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Um 
So, uh, yeah, and watching through it again, I was like, well, hey, I will say I'm surprised that some of the CG doesn't hold up as well. There's a couple moments where, like, mm. the composites kind of stand out, and I was like, oh, man. Like, watching it on 4K, or, you know, on a 4K TV, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. Uh, but still incredible, and and I will say it is amazing to watch that movie with somebody who has no idea of the marketing and doesn't even know what the movie is going into it, other than, like, she read the back a little bit and was like, Mah. literally I asked her, I was like, Wait, what do you know? And she was like, I don't know, something about uh, aliens and technology. And I was like, great. Like, didn't even let her see the menu bar. I was just like, we're going to start this. And so, like, a couple minutes in, like, she's making these little comments and, like, creeped out by the aliens. And to watch her go through the arc, especially in that first, you know, 45 minutes where you go like, oh, shit, (laughs) this movie is not what I thought it was. And then, you know, by the end, she's like, oh, man. You, Vickis, you son of a bitch! Like you're the worst, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, especially when he like runs, chooses to run away from the bad guy at the end rather mm-hmm. than save Christopher. She was just like pissed, and I was like, "Yes, you have you have figured it out. Like <laughs> this guy's the worst. I mean, they're all the worst." Um, but a really incredible movie yeah. that, that I think still really holds up for for what it's trying to do, mm-hmm. and made me like once again really want to see something else from Neil Blomkamp um you know I, I want him to stop threatening us with him remaking things that he loved like I want I that guy has cool stuff in his head like just keep making dope movies just not Chappie um I, I see like you you make fun of it I don't think Chappie's that bad it's oh Chappie's pretty bad, pretty bad. It's, it's okay it's pretty bad I have fun <laughs> with it uh a part of it is Chappie <sighs> Just short, short Conceptually <laughs> is good. It's all the shit with the rappers that may that like take it from being what would have been like a B level Neil Bomb camp, like, oh yeah, like you did short circuit mm-hmm. but in Africa and with a walking with a robot that has legs instead of treads. Mm-hmm. But then you add in all the rapper stuff and it's just intolerable. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so difficult to watch. I, I will definitely um, say it's the weakest, but I don't like yeah, I, film ever made. Yeah, I, I could still rewatch it. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. um, I also do like Elysium too. I, I but I haven't. Oh, watched, Elysium's great. I mean, I own Elysium. Like, um, I haven't rewatched District Nine though since the yeah. theater. I just like I've never put Elysium in a stack for her to like because basically when she's like, "Hey, we should watch a movie," I'll go pick like fifteen things off of my out of my off of my shelf. Yeah, all of which things that I am in the mood that I would watch then and just be like, "Dude, pick whatever you want." And I've never put Elysium in there because I just feel like you should see District 9 first. I don't know why. Like, they're not related. And you're scared but... of Matt Damon. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I love Elysium. It's a, yeah, that's a great sci-fi action movie. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't have the thing I just described of, like, yeah. watching somebody flip from, like, wait, why wh- yeah. Why don't they just, like, kill the aliens? They're clearly... Because early on, the way she's been trained to watch films, she's assuming... That there's a giant alien monster in the middle of District 9 or that there's something nefarious. Like, even when Vickers gets sprayed, she's like, holy shit, everyone on the planet's going to turn into weird aliens now. And, like, it's, it takes a little time before you go, like, oh, no. Like, I think that's why the, the movie works so well. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Like, even the cat food thing. Like, when you finally realize, like, they don't give a shit about cat food. Cat food doesn't taste good. It's just better than the cow heads that they're being fed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Um, so anyway, it, it's fantastic. It's still fantastic. Ending um, still blows me away, though, when I think about it. 
Yeah, yeah, that final shot. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I also started watching Disenchantment on Netflix, which is the Matt Groening movie or uh, TV show. Um, and it's fun. I, I'm, I don't know, four or five episodes in. I got distracted by the next thing, which is very similar. Um, but I will definitely go back and finish it. Um, I'm having a good time with it. And I think it just got picked up for at least a second season. So no, three years. Um, it's like through 2020 it, or something. Yeah, it was like there. It, well, yeah, it was it was something like it's a it's a second season. And then there will be more episodes in 2021 and 2022. Mm. So it sounds like they're just like, we're going to do more like Saturday morning cartoons. Where it's like, yeah, well, se- second season's 40 episodes, but they <laughs> ran them for four years. Yeah. Well, or maybe it'll be like, um, like Futurama where maybe they'll do like movies or something like that, you know? So maybe it's not always TV shows. It was, the announcement was weird the way they worded it. Um, so anyway, uh, I, yeah, I would, you know, if you like the Simpsons and especially if you like that kind of fantasy stuff, like, it was refreshing to go back to. Speaking um, of Matt Groening, I was watching uh, Daredevil season three, and I watched stuff with the subtitles on. So, yeah. like when he gets hit, it says Matt Groening. <laughs> 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 I was like, hmm, Matt Groening, Matt Groening. That should be a meme. <laughs> like a picture of Matt Groening drawing, and then yeah. the other half is Daredevil getting punched, Matt Groening. <laughs> or a picture of Matt Groening pu- drawing, punching Matt Groening. <laughs> uh, um, so, I signed up for Verve. So that I could watch the second season of Harmon Quest. Because uh, they just announced they're making a third season. Um, and I still hadn't watched the second season. And that's a... Uh, there's even an, like a cold open or a, an intro at one point where Harmon makes this little joke about like... You know, this is a, a show where you get to wish that... Or where you get to believe that, that shows you wish were on TV were on TV. Because um, it's such a lovely, fun little show that... To have it like it, it first aired on that that um, CISO, yeah, CISO, which died, and then now it's on Verve, and I guess <laughs> Verve has enough money they're gonna make a second season. But like, I and I even said this online, like I would pay too much money for a Blu-ray of this so that I don't have to jump through all the hoops that I have to jump through to keep following the show. Um, like it's ridiculous, and I only care about this. Like mm. I have to finish it before my free trial is over. Because I don't want to pay a monthly subscription to have access to Harmon Town or to <laughs> Harmon Quest. Like, that doesn't mean I just want a $30 Blu ray collection of each season of Harmon Quest. That's what I want. Um, if you don't know, which, why would you? Harmon Quest is Dan Harmon and a, a number of, like, a few other comedians playing D&D together. And as they play, the fantasy version of what they're playing gets animated. So they bounce back and forth between them at the table, joking and having a good time um, with the animated version of it, where you get to see like whatever ridiculous, silly stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just delightful. Uh, and there's a different... There's three hosts that are always the same. Um, and then there's a, a, a cycling through like guest. So every episode... You know, Pat Oswald will show up, and he's some new character that you've never met before. Um, Kumail Nanjiani has been on it. Uh, he's on it in both seasons. Um, uh, Britta. Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson. Gillian and Jacobs, Jacobs is on it in season two. Elizabeth Olsen's on it in season two. Paul Shear's on it in season two. It's a it's really solid and funny. Even some people that I didn't have any idea who they were were hilarious. Um, so I think it's worth checking out where you, whether you like that kind of fantasy stuff or not. Um, if you're watching Disenchantment on Netflix, 
and you're a, you have an email address and you want to sign up for but not support Verve, which I I believe is a good choice. <laughs> you you should totally uh, watch the at least the first uh, the first season. So um, it's been it's great. It's like I'm finding wherever I can to try and squeeze that in. Um, and then lastly, I by some miracle have convinced my wife to start watching through Avatar: The Last Airbender. It is the it's like fourth largest blessing in my life. I'm very thankful <laughs> for it. I, I don't understand how I got this lucky. It's it's great. Um, and and oh oh and she's enjoying it. Like she's the one who keeps bringing it up. Like we should watch this. And I'm telling you this because y'all people need to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's great. I'll get oh around to it. Like <laughs> you have the best excuse. Kellen is like the right age where oh, he probably, would probably yeah. start really enjoying it because it's like. It's fun for kids, but then also when you when you get into those characters and it only takes a couple episodes before you're like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, and the animation is really funny and beautiful and the action scenes are great. Um, and then the 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 like the morals of the episodes are are really well handled. Did you upgrade to the Blu-ray complete series? I did. So here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. Um, she brought it up like a week or so ago, two weeks ago. Um, and I was like, I want to watch that. I think because we were talking about something um, and I sort of mentioned it as like, oh, no, like if we ever have kids, like I- I'm going to make sure they watch this show. Like because I think the way like the lessons that it tells are really powerful and the way it tells its story is fantastic. And I think the show is fun. Um, and so after that, she was like, I, I want to wa- watch that show. So there was a night where I had my DVDs and she brought it up and she was like, hey, we should watch some some Avatar. And I went, great. So I put in my DVDs. And they looked like unwatchable garbage. Like on a 4K TV, it's rough. I didn't expect it to be so bad. <laughs> and I don't know. Like I need to do a little research, and I need to try some other stuff out because if all my Blu-ray, my my old DVDs, and by all I mean about twenty of them, um, which <laughs> includes things like Freaks and Geeks. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I I have it's all television stuff, but there's just some television, like a couple seasons of Community and. A season or two of Curb Your Enthusiasm and and all of Alias and Friday Night Lights. Like if all that stuff, there there was like a weird ghost image. Yeah, like it wasn't even just, oh man, this is really pixelated. It's like the it, image was fucked. I think it refreshes too fast yeah. for the resolution on DVDs. Some of them don't look bad. I have like I some old movies. They don't look that bad. Yeah, but I watched Dead Man on Campus mm. and it was bad. And I wonder, like, I I even tried because I was immediately depressed because here i am like this is my one chance <laughs> like it, it, she, and, and she's like you know what james i'd watch this but it just looks so bad <laughs> no well no no she even said yeah, like a couple days later when we actually started watching she's <laughs> is like there a version by it was, it was gonna give me a headache is what she said she was like I, that wasn't gonna be good so like i played with it i tried changing refresh rates on the tv and stuff like that and <laughs> still couldn't get it to work um so we watched something. Oh, we watched Kubo and the two, Kubo and the Two Strings instead, um, and which is great. Yeah. Um, but I like ten five minutes into Kubo, I had already gotten on my phone and ordered the upgrade to the Blu-ray. <laughs> um, especially because she said she was like, well, "I guess now you got to order that Blu-ray collection you didn't get for your birthday." I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, like that is so a free pass." Did um, I just hear permission? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> So what? What? <laughs> we're already like a tenth of the way through the entire show. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a little more than that. Um, so yeah, no, it's great. It's great. 
It's I, great. I want to show it to my nephew when he gets old enough. Yeah. Don't do it now. He, no, 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 no. He no. doesn't speak English, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. He says, uh-oh. That's his first word was, uh-oh. Oh, well, as it should be. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> no, we, Watch we, show. we made a bad joke about that because <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> Brad? Cool store, bro. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Brad? My turn? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I, re- uh, I I didn't rewatch. I watched Daredevil season three. Ooh, how is um, it? It's maybe the best season. <gasps> um, there's a, you know, there's an episode in the middle of it where there's another fight in prison. You're just like, are you seriously going back to that well? But almost the whole episode is a single shot. Um. Uh, see, that's still cool. Yeah, I'm probably it's, it's maybe a ten minute shot. So yeah, um, it's not that long, but it's impressive. Like, it's fighting, and then the actors acting. And they go back to fighting it in all single take. It's it's incredible. Man. Um, I, I shouldn't say a single shot because that yeah, it's a single take. Um, sure. Yeah, it's he he's like inside the prison interrogating somebody, and he fights his way out, even mm. out to the taxi outside. <laughs> the oh, gate cool. um, and all the stuff that they have to do to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wilson Fisk's, Fisk's plan is so like timely on how he uses fake news to um, spoil Daredevil's name and like turn the city against him so that he can get out and become the kingpin again. Uh, so it's great. And then uh, awesome. after that, I finally watched the defenders, oh. um, which isn't as great. Uh, still, High quality sh- production, but just the story is kind of weak. You know, it's like oh, a bunch of mystic ninjas are, you know, continuing the plot line of that mm. hole in the ground, and all the the defenders <laughs> are around to figure out how to work together. And yeah, you sound so sad. Right? <laughs> I really like the phrase "continue that plot hole of the hole in the ground." <laughs> it's not a plot hole; it's just a or hole a in the ground. Of the hole in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. From the hand, so it's all right. It's it 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 admits it's a limited series, so it's not like a you know something i yeah. should expect to have been expanded upon but then like they started canceling all the shows i was like so surprised yeah because um, i thought they were the so ground. so solid well, i think part of it is it's too bad because you know when they announced like hey we're gonna spin up these four different shows and then have like a an avengers style team-up show you were like this is awesome and then like it, it kind of seems like it it ended up being what avengers should have been which was disappointing you know <laughs> Um, and also, like, I haven't watched the Jessica Jones on its own yet. Oh. And then in this limited series, I'm like, what are her powers? It's yeah. almost like she doesn't do anything except hit people really hard. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. you should watch Jessica Jones. <laughs> she kind of doesn't do anything but hit people really hard. Um, and be sad. Yeah, and at the end of The Defenders, like, she finally uses, like, her super jumping ability. But it's like, yeah. where'd that come from? Because I haven't seen the other two series. It yeah. came from the other side of her depression. Yeah, so <laughs> her comic character, she doesn't like to use her superpowers. And- yeah. She yeah. she used to be a really powerful like I don't want to say Superman esque but you know yeah. similar like, yeah. like just power super girl strong yeah like Power Girl kind of thing um, but bad shit happened and then she was like I, I, I don't want anyone to know me mm-hmm. yeah so, so that's, that's yeah. probably the only downside is like everyone else you're watching the show and you don't like that's a point where as someone who hasn't followed the other series I'm lost whereas right. in the Defenders you know like they do things that explain like okay luke cage is bulletproof i get that iron fist he has this really powerful fist and the whole storyline revolves around the mystic ninjas chasing him yeah. so like that's how he's in but jessica jones just feels like she's there and drunk and not wanting to be there but is and it's like i don't understand her backstory like they don't develop that enough in the show mm-hmm. to someone for someone who's lost you know can't figure out what's going on 
Hmm. Whereas everyone else, you know, yeah, they explain pretty well. So, which is too bad because she's probably the one I love the most. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, I rewatched all the Saw movies. <laughs> wow. Uh, and speaking of like DVD, because I only had well, I until yesterday I had them all on DVD, but uh, yeah, it's it's hard to watch. Like I don't have a 4K TV, but it's still pretty bad because yeah. there'll be like the I don't even know why there's interlacing lines because it's a DVD and it's pr- supposed to be progressive st- scan. <laughs> but yeah, there's like parts of the movie there. Mm. I just how poorly it's compressed on DVD. Yeah. Um, but uh, something I forgot from the last chapter is the very opening like trap is um. These two guys are stuck to like they each got a saw blade in front of them, and in the middle above them is a woman yeah. tied to the ceiling. And the two guys, you know, she cheated on the one guy with the other guy, and so they have to decide if they're going to kill each other or just like let her die. And so they let her die, but the two guys fighting are named Ryan and Brad. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How do they know we did that? I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's like someone wrote our lives. I know. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, overall, it's a it's a fun series. I'm. Did you rewatch Jigsaw with it too? No. Oh, um, okay. Because because I saw that last year, it was pretty readily in. Remember most of it, and it's not really tied to the other yeah. seven that close, like other than Jigsaw. Yeah. Um. So it's at some point I want to go back and like really pay attention to the timeline because around three there's a thing that happens where it's like, if. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg's already been trapped in the saw basement, yeah. but then there. Uh, then Hoffman's doing something and it, like it w- overlaps because uh, also that one guy whose wife was a doctor is with Amanda. I, I'm not going to try to explain it here, but right at that point there's like something doesn't add up. So I'm going to yeah. go back and check it out time timeline wise. Cause um, often the surprise at the end is like, Oh, this actually happened before you even did the first movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, this doesn't seem right. So um, I and don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Um, and it was, I think a six is pretty sweet. Yeah. Six is, I love the shotgun one. I think that trap's awesome. Oh yeah. Well, the, 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 the turnaround, the turn, it yeah. goes around, yeah. uh, the, the, uh, the merry go round. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one guy in the trap that was like, oh, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to say like, well, the, the whole insurance plot line is pretty good. Oh yeah. It's uh, great. To tie into to Jigsaw's thing. But, uh, when Hoffman gets the, the head, the bear trap, the reverse bear <laughs> trap on his head. Oh yeah. And you're like, oh, he's going <laughs> to get fucked up. But it's pretty smart for him to like stick it in the metal grating so it can yeah. open. But then it just like it tears his entire cheek off, and he screams, and the movie ends. But then it comes back in the last chapter and, and recounts that, and it's like this this whole chunk of his face that had been like dangling off is now like just a convenient like little slit, <laughs> <laughs> and he sews it up pretty quick. And he sews yeah. up for, and it like yeah, multi. So that's a like a little inconsistency. That's yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I bought the. I caved and bought. It was like eleven bucks for all seven movies yeah. on that Blu-ray. So I was like, I'm gonna watch these again in beautiful Blu-ray stuff. <laughs> but there's no special features on it, so I got I'll, I'll, for the I'll keep the DVDs. Yeah. yeah, I comboed that with Jigsaw at Best Buy and got it all for twenty bucks. So. Yeah. Um, and then let's. Yeah, I guess the last thing I saw on my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to see a movie in every Denver theater, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, the only one playing at the time I had available to do it up at, uh, which one was it? The farthest one north. I think Bowl? it's show Orchard, Orchard 12. Oh. So it's like west, north, Thornton. It's, yeah. a, it's like on the way to Fort Collins. Yeah, it's uh, off 140th, isn't it? Or is it one? No, 140th. 140th, yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Um, yeah, the only thing they had at the time I had was night school. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and, uh, it's not it's okay 
Um, What's water made out of? I hate that. <laughs> like that scene in the trailer where they're in the like ultimate fighting drives me crazy. Uh, yeah. The answer rain is funny. The the <laughs> overall story is pretty uh, pretty entertaining. The, the the Kevin Hart jokes are pretty stupid. Um, but like the supporting cast, like Rob Riggles in there is one of the the students, and then Maryland Rice Cub is like this uh, um, like repressed mom who is like going back to school because she you know missed uh high school because she had a bunch of kids um but she's also like um like lashing out because <laughs> uh, her husband won't let her like do stuff um what else uh but yeah like Ke- kevin hart goes back to his ged and um the, the message of like by the end of the movie this like it shows how much he slacked off and you know he eventually like loses his fiance over it because he doesn't tell her because he's trying to f- not feel embarrassed. But it's like, you know, if she told him, she would have understood and stuff. So, um, the whole mess of the movie is pretty nice. But yeah, there's some really stupid stuff. Like at one point, he's in the car and he pulls up next to Tiffany Haddish, who's his his teacher for the thing. Um, and they just have like you know, they just cut between them making silly faces and yelling at each other. Like there's no like clever dialogue. It's just like ah, oh, move on. <laughs> Like this is mugging for the camera stuff, um, yeah. So it's all right. That's all I watch. Um, let me get some through things. Uh, I saw First Man. Um, mm. it's Ooh. amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like three times where I cried in oh, it. Oh, have I not talked about this yet on the show? No, you haven't. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah I saw it. First Man weeks ago. Yeah, it's great. Um. I, uh, I I really cried at the end when he had his little daughter's uh, bracelet. <laughs> can you you can't do this? Yeah, we can. We already oh, talked man. about. it. You know he landed on the moon. <laughs> yeah, but you talked about it in the sport. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, all right. It's right, probably right, in the book. Ahead. We talked about it two go weeks ahead, ago. Yeah. You know what, Ryan? I didn't know. So, so thank you. So he <laughs> took something that was really precious to him, and he left it on the moon because he took that That's still that memory with him to the moon, and it was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, there's uh, the movie's just really well done. Yeah. And I think what I really liked about it is they did not sugarcoat who neil armstrong was mm-hmm. um he was obviously a great person but he was quiet and wasn't always um the most likable person yeah. so i thought it was really cool that they did that and i think i what i loved about it was how the movie really doesn't talk down to you about it yeah like they, there's not a scene where his wife yells at him about the fact that she's not that he's not there to help raise the kids oh yeah there's just a there's just scenes where he's there and scenes when he's not and the scenes are different. Yeah. And so and, when, mean, when she yells at him, you don't, she doesn't have to say that, you know, where she's coming from, what she's really saying. No, that scene it's where amazing. he's about to leave mm-hmm. oh, gosh, and God. she's yelling at him about saying, needs to say goodbye to his kids. And you yeah. know why he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Like it makes sense. Like yeah. it, that'd be tough because you know, you might not come back, yeah. but well, and because he said goodbye to a kid before. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just a, a yeah. spoilers. That's the first part of the movie. Like that's the incredible thing to me is like that. That's such a little hidden. When the movie started, um, so this is spoilers for history. When the movie started, and a there's all the stuff with his daughter, and I was like, oh shit, you're making the movie about this. And then they they start the part with the astronauts, and I'm I'm meeting all of his friends and going. Yeah. Oh God! You're j- there's only one astronaut here who survives this shit. This is rough. 
Um, it was really. I, we, I had a similar experience because of all the knowledge you've passed down to me over yeah. the past two years. So, yeah, it I'm was like, just oh, dead, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody there. I know. As soon like, as they say Gus, you're like, oh, Ryan Gosling goodness. goes to funerals. The motion yeah. picture. Yeah, here's here's my two best friends. <laughs> Ed Chaffee and uh, they, 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 they even like say, like, Gus Grissom. <laughs> there's even a great well, little yeah. moment where he's angry at Seems. the test pilot's funeral. Yeah. And he takes off and uh, his wife has a wonderful moment where she says, does, does he talk about Karen? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, he... <laughs> like, there was parts of that movie that just like crushed me. To my soul, and it's um. You keep putting your 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 candy bag trash back in the candy bag. I'm um, gonna pull out nothing. Sorry, go ahead. No, but I love too how it made you claustrophobic <laughs> in the uh, in the launches. Oh, so good. Um, oh. it was great. And I, I'm gonna put to bed you know, the controversy about you know them not playing the flag. They it's, show the flag enough. It's not a controversy. Yeah. It's an inane conversation by dumb fucking yes. moron people. Yeah, because it's they, not a controversy. They, they do show the American flag on the moon. A bunch. It's also not the point of the and film. I stood up and saluted it every time. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Brad. It's not the point of the film. It's not the point of the first thing he said when he got there. It's also very seriously not something that he was like that passionate mm-hmm. about like yeah it, it's ridiculous movie's beautiful though movie's incredible definitely go see it yeah. uh, I also I should actually do that should, next time I watch First Man I should stand <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of the theater <laughs> <laughs> then you have oh some uh, Cleta Slackjaw you'll go <laughs> thank you sir <laughs> <laughs> um I also watched Bad Times at the El Royale, oh, cool. oh, which okay. I really liked. Yeah. I, I really liked that movie. Um, I think Chris Hemsworth is amazing in it. Cool. Um, I'm going to have to go this week. What was the point <laughs> of <laughs> the movie? Like, That's not a joke question. Like, I don't know if you listen to our episode. but I haven't yet. Um, I, you know, it's a cool movie, but I wasn't sure like what I was supposed to take from it. Um, I don't know. I th- I don't know what the point of the movie is. Yeah, I, 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 I guess just there's bad people around. Yeah. I was asking Steve about it today because he said he really liked it, and uh, he wasn't sure either. But the best he could say was like uh, it has something to do with like a political message. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I think the person there hint. Have you seen it, James? No, I haven't. I'll probably go this week. Uh, right, here, I'll turn the I'll turn the headphones off. Go ahead. Uh, the, I think the person they're talking about that doesn't is, work at all. Um, I can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they're they're dealing with it that way and I think it's just a the point of it is bad people go there and it all comes to a head because mm-hmm. of what John Hamm does throughout the film. Yeah. I mean like I mean the what they're talking about. I mean like it it's it's interesting. Like I I want to watch it again, but when I saw it with Brad I was not like super no, impressed, I, but I want to go back. I I really love the movie. Yeah. Um John Hamm's amazing in it. John Hamm's great him. in it. Uh, I, I don't know the young lady's name who plays the singer. She's amazing in it. You guys, don't worry. I'll go see the movie, and then I'll come back and tell you what it's about. Thank like you. you. I'll, I'll break you. it down um, I, the, the most I can gather is it's uh, bad people meeting at a bad place, and it all comes to a head. Because sure. um, really the only, I guess, non-bad person there is John Hamm, because he's really not a bad dude. But he's working for bad people. Yeah, yeah technically. No. Well, he's, try- he's trying to cover up a possibly bad thing yeah i don't know what's on the tape i just so. <laughs> I, I just say the man he's working for quote unquote was not the greatest person no ever. he's not um i mean history plays that out very well yeah um so sometimes he wears a dress when he doesn't yeah i, I really like it what 
Uh, but yeah. Also, John Hamm does have a racist character. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, yeah, no, that is true. <laughs> that he does. So, but, but that's I, his character. Yeah, though. is he doing it intentionally, or is he like, is it part of his cover? I think it's part of his cover, right? Because he has that one awesome little moment with on the phone with his family. Oh shit, yeah, right. Um, but it's, like as an agent, though, is that like is that the only tactic you can use to throw these people off? Is to be a uh, okay, anyway. James, I think you'll like also him too. For I think it's maybe it might be part of the times too. Was it take place in the sixties? Yeah. So, um, but Chris Hemsworth's great as kind of a Charles Manson guy. Um, Ooh, cool! And uh, the music was awesome, and I loved oh, the yeah. music. Uh, the movie's awesome, and the woman yeah, who's, who's playing the, the the essentially the lead role is she's got a great voice. Oh yeah, no, she's and she amazing. does a good job of making you think she's not a great singer, but an okay singer, like a really good singer. Yeah, uh, part where it twists and it goes like, I've heard better. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love her speech though to him. Oh yeah, Savior Dolan too, where she asshole. just um, goes off on uh, Chris Hemsworth is pretty yeah. awesome in masculine um, depression. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn in Holiday. Um, mm, it's, a, it's it's a fun movie. Um, in it, she plays Roman the, Holiday. Uh, no, just Holiday. Roman Holiday is with Audrey Hepburn. Oh right, and Gregory Peck. So um, this one is Cary Grant is marrying Catherine Hepburn's sister, mm-hmm. and um, so he is just, I guess, a normal working class guy. Uh, and her father owns a bank, so he's gonna. He wants to marry her, so he asks her to marry him, and they do this announcement with their father, who runs the bank. And um, but Cary Grant has dreams of grandeur and wants to uh, travel the world and stuff, but it doesn't fit with his one his fiance's goal of him working at the bank and making money. Uh, but Catherine Hepburn takes a liking to him because he's as carefree as she is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cute film. Um, you should uh, check it out. I think you get the DVD for a dollar ninety nine. Sorry, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Uh, watched uh, Celebrating Mickey. Looks great on Blu-ray. Okay. They should do some more. Um, was it worth the Was it worth the price that you paid for? Uh, it? yeah, I got it. I think fourteen ninety nine off Disney Movie Club. Okay, it's not bad. I think it's like oh. eighteen or something at Best Buy, but I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched a movie. I I watched when I was. And I used to get them at Blockbuster. I'd go down the horror section and just pick out cool covers. And it's called The Unnameable. That's based super loosely on a H.P. Lovecraft story. Uh, the basic premise is it's a haunted house. There's a monster in there that's so hideous that it's unnameable and it kills people. Um, acting's really... Jeffrey. <laughs> yes. The acting's really wooden. Um, however, the uh, the effects are really cool. If you like gore effects, um, then you can tell they put all their money in the practical stuff. Yeah, um, because the acting is garbage. <laughs> um, but they know where they make their. They they know why they the people are going. Yeah. Uh, one of my things I watched this week that blew me away and made me cry too is there is a new Adam Sandler special on Netflix called One Hundred Percent Fresh, and it's a concert video and it's him going around the country. Um, touring and I, I saw this little I saw this when he was in Denver um, and he's just accompanied with a uh, pianist and he goes out and he'll do like little stand up bits and then he'll do just do random songs hmm. um, and as you watch it you just see how he is a comedic genius because he's really funny and really um, poignant and at the same time it's really great and then he does these really where it becomes an Adam Sandler project so he'll 
it's shot really cool too. So it comes out and he starts off in this like really small like it's called the comedy cellar. Sorry, is yeah. it is it a is it a special or is it a documentary about It's a special. Okay. So it's like uh so it's them filming him performing stand up. Yeah. So it starts off with him, I think it's called the comedy cellar, mm-hmm. and he goes down there and there's like maybe a hundred people. And then as a it cuts to different uh angles, like the venues get bigger. So yeah. it keeps the David cut. Tell road work did that too, where it's like this, the joke is in one place and then the next joke is in a different venue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's the same joke though. So he'll be, he'll say like, uh, he'll come out and he says, uh, welcome, blah, 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 blah. And then I'll say something. Then it'll cut to maybe a side shot and it's a different venue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the same joke, but in a different venue. And, oh, funny. um, but then he'll also intersperse it. There's this part where he's doing a joke about the slow motion man crossing the street and he's singing the song. And then it just cuts to him being Adam Sandler going like in slow motion while the song is playing. <laughs> and then there's parts where like Adam Han- Sandler heads are bouncing off the screen. It's really weird, <laughs> but brilliant. There's a scene where he's basking in uh, or busking. I'm sorry, busking in uh, somewhere in New York on a subway. And no one knows it's him until he starts being really goofy. Uh, and it's pretty great. Um, but the really poignant part is he does a Chris Farley song and mm. it's it's really good. And he has a montage of uh, Farley stuff going on behind him. Mm. Um, and it's it's really good. And if you really like Adam Sandler and you you think you've missed something with him in a, in a while, uh, watching this will reaffirm why he's so such a great comedian. Because um, he just he'll just say a joke about his wife and then he'll cut into a song about like an old lady playing bingo. It's really weird, <laughs> but it works really well. And I remember when I saw him in Denver when he was doing this, he said... Uh, like halfway through, he's like, God, I got a lot of songs. <laughs> just, he's he's funny. Uh, I, I really liked it. I love seeing Adam Sandler be funny. Um, mm. I miss it. Even though he's funny a lot. But when you see him do this, you'll get my point. Yeah. Um, and the last things I watched, uh, I went to Dismember the Alamo. Mm. Um, and so if you don't know what that is, at Dismember the Alamo, it's four mystery horror films um, programmed by Steve, who announced that he's leaving Denver Alamo. What? Uh, he's going to Austin to work for their corporation as yep. training programming people. Wow, you um, tell me. Yeah, he just announced it last night, I think, publicly. Yeah. Um, so this is his last one. He says he has a couple months left, and he's going to be training the new person on how to program. Um, so I will add a caveat to this is um, the only thing that bugged me is I – so when I hear think of Dismember the Alamo, I think of, like, fun movies – and um well some of these in this list were like whoever went to the film club yeah got to pick from the agfa archives like the yeah. best ones so what go, they did yeah. for that is they played the first reel of five films so they didn't see the end of it and steve said there were 16 people there so these 16 people decided what the second film was going to be um and that second film was called uh dead by night or dead of night and it's a story of a soldier who comes back from uh, a war and he, they thought he was uh, killed in action. And then he shows up at his parents' house and he's not. He's now a monster and he kills people now. Um, acting in it's not very good, but it started getting uh, – it's directed by Bob Clark. I don't know. He did A Christmas Story and Black Christmas. Hmm. Um, Porkies. <laughs> and Porkies. So a very unusual director. Um, the ending kind of made up for it because it kind of got creepy at the end. Not that great. Um, the the first movie they showed was called Blue Vengeance, and it's a story about this dude who is in a 
well, it's kind of spoilers. So there's like this serial killer and he's killing people and he's singing songs while he's doing it. And he was in a D and D like, uh, band that would sing about Satan. And so uh, all right, I'm down. So he would, doomed. he would fantasize <laughs> that all these people that he was fighting were characters from D and D. Also his, um, he read comics, so he was pretty fucked up, guys. Played D&D and read comics. Natural 20. I win. That If it wasn't so stupid, it'd be awful. Um, there's a part where he kills this uh, truck driver, and he stabs him in the throat with his knife, and he says, Hey, can I hold your knife? And the guy says, That's a weird question to ask another man! And then he gets takes a knife from him and stabs him. And he gets out of the car and he goes, Sweet! I have wheels! Yeah! And he jumps in. And it's it's really bizarre, and if it wasn't so bad, because it, it, it's an hour and a half, but it felt like it was two and a half hours long, because it's so poorly made. But there's this chase scene at the end where the cop, who's the worst cop I've ever seen, is chasing... Ah, what was his name? Like Trex, Michael Trex or something, chasing him through the subway. So in the subway, he's like zigzagging through the poles that are on the cars and the cops following him by zigzagging through the poles instead of just running straight. Mm-hmm. And then they would be running next to each other, separated by a handrail. Yeah. And then they start running across the Brooklyn Bridge and they get to a point and the bad dude throws a net on him like a cartoon <laughs> and the dude is stuck. And then he asks his the girl that's helping him. He says, go get him. And so this dude's working on a bike and she just pushes him over and steals his bike. But he's running still and she's chasing him on a bike, but not like a cool mountain bike. It's, it has a basket on it. It's so fucking stupid. And then it ends with them meeting in this warehouse and they meet outside and uh, Trex kills this motorcyclist and takes a pole. And then the cop gets on the bike and takes a pole and they're going to joust. Hell yeah. Yep. On bikes or on feet? Uh, one's on a motorcycle and one's on a bike. You know, so I'm, the well, bad guy's on a motorcycle, the other dude's on a bike, the cop. I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Um, the audience. Yes. Uh, there's some like pretty cool gore in it. But if it wasn't so shitty, then it'd be awful. Uh, the movie that was awful uh, <laughs> was called Trouble Every Day. And here's the thing is I love Steve, okay? I do. But I knew he was going to stick one of these fucking films in this. And it's a French art house horror film. And so after seeing those two, then he goes with this one. And it's it's half American and half French. And it's a story about uh, who's a dude in Buffalo 66? Vincent Gallo. Vincent Gallo, Vincent Gallo <laughs> is a, a is a doctor, I'm and he's already on, out. And he's on vacation no, no, with his end. wife, or a honeymoon with his wife in Paris, and they're trying to get this other doctor. And there's some lady who, it, I don't even want to tell you, it's stupid, um, but it seems like it's a French art house horror film. Does Vincent Gallo hang dong? No, but you see him ejaculate, right. and you see semen what, what on the, the screen. Wait, yeah. what the? F- wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 w
<laughs> are you talking about the book, not the show? Either so, way, yeah. So, but you can but, read it and you understand it and yeah. it moves along. So this movie is like an hour and a half, but it also has a stupid French shit in it. Sure. Where it's just close up of like their eyes and then no dialogue. And then it's like constant cutting mm-hmm. from no dialogue. So anyways, this chick's fucking this one dude. She eats him. Um, then you find out that Vincent Gallo character suffers from the same thing and he won't sleep with his wife. Because he's gonna kill her because when he sticks his wiener in her. Oh, oh! So it's like Twilight. It's like yes. it's like cat people, but dumb. Yeah. Then he goes down and eats this one chick out because he doesn't want to hurt his wife. So he goes and eats this one chick out, and he eats her uh, vagina so much that it bleeds. It's disgusting. Wait, wait. Yeah. So he's <laughs> wait. Can we go back to when I said I you want sure you this to spoil the movie? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so Steve's like, I like I that movie. And I wanted an answer. audience to see it. So you're watching this. You're going, wow. So when I think of Dismember at the Alamo, I'm hoping it's, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. Um, sure. And then maybe throw in Blue Vengeance. Then I don't care. Sure. Um, but the last movie was Suspiria, which Ooh. was cool. Oh, uh, the, the new, new one. one. Yeah. Um, and that one's two and a half hours long. Shit. Um, but it, it's pretty fun. If you like really <laughs> like uh, if you like uh, cult? Yeah, okay. uh, horror films that are kind of torturous and mm-hmm. um, the performances are really good. It's yeah. kind of goofy like the original um, where it's really unusual shots and unusual editing choices. Sure. But all the performances are really great. Uh, it's it's a good movie. Um, Does, what, I, you're saying that it's like, it sounds like it's edited and stuff similar to the first film. Is it basically just an Americanized version of this first yeah, film? Yeah, so if you, have, if you don't know what Suspiria is, it's uh, this woman goes to a dance thing that's, or dance school that's now, it's actually witches. It's not really spoilers. It's, well, no, yeah, yeah. I, I read a review because I've seen the Oops, original witches. one. I read the I've seen the original one. So like, but I read a review saying like, "Well, you already know they're witches. That's not the point of the film." Which I'm like, "Oh, now I really want to see this." There are some really intense scenes in it. Uh, a scene where Dakota Johnson's character is trying out for the dance troupe mm-hmm. uh, is really hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the violence inflicted on this one woman is pretty and pretty gruesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the end is just savage so and the performances are really good so if you can get past the uh methodical pace of it um i don't think you would like it yeah but it's it it was cool to see as part of that group would you say that you like the vavich better yes okay (laughs) yes yeah um but uh, i like that it was included and but you know that's my only complaint too is so i go from a french art house horror film that took a really long time to get whiplash, going. Yeah. And then you go to a movie that's two and a half hours long. So the last two movies. And it's also deliberate. Yeah. Exactly. It, it it just. You probably would have liked it more if you'd just seen it. Exactly. Yeah. You should have um, stayed because he also showed you called you call me by your name right after that. As a he no double feature. So yeah. That movie's so, good. <laughs> but just remember the Elmo was really fun. I think it was like uh, my cousin gave me the ticket. Um, I don't think it's that expensive. Yeah. And um, But you can see four movies and you never know what they are. So well, That's cool. It's fun. But if they put me in charge, it'd be, you know, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street, and then Night of the Living Dead or something. Oh, I should have told you because I saw part six at a Alamo thing. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be awful. Did they make fun of it? They did, but it was it, it like... Is that the porn one? No. That's five. <laughs> um, like, normally the jokes are, like, really hit or miss, but this one, they did, like, it was the funniest... Uh, it's, it's basically a live MST3K without... Joel Robinson and everybody. Um, 
but their jokes were spot on. It wasn't like a, a mean way. Like some once in a while, it's like, yeah, this movie's a piece of shit. But mm-hmm. um, probably the best gags were, you know, when the opening credits, Jason walks in front of like yeah. the eye, and it, they play the James Bond theme song. Yeah. Um, and then the one part where the girls in the cabin, like protecting the little girls, and she stands up, and then Jason's outside the window, and it tracks with him as he walks by. They played um the police's "I'll Be Watching" or <laughs> <laughs> "I'll Be Watching." What, That's a great scene. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Um, so nice. I know you're bummed that they were making fun of it, but yeah, I'd it, rather just see it on the big screen. Yeah. The the, the I don't know if I'm being tested, but I've I've gone to the movie like over 120 times this year, and almost every time there's been some like weird random bullshit I've had to deal with. And this time I couldn't write them up because I think they might have been autistic, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to move. But by the towards the end of the movie, they were telling the jokes, and this person was still like yelling stuff out, and they they didn't know what I knew or suspected, so they made fun of that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. Cool. Anyway, is that the one where he's on a boat? No. Okay. That's the one where he comes back to life. Well, where a lightning bolt brings him back to life. Yes. Oh, great. No, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know about that one. There are six lightning I'll, bolts. I'll add that one to the joke then. Uh, if you listen to the commentary we just posted, yeah. we talk about things commentary like commentary is pretty fun. Like uh, that. Has, a, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What? Oh, you posted the commentary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me and Brad did ten years ago. That's what that posting was. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I was. I thought my phone was, was. I thought my phone was acting up weird. <laughs> That's from Nebcast. Everybody go look it up. It's uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. Like who paid for Jason's headstone? Mm. Ryan explains. I did. I actually, I'm pretty <laughs> impressed with myself. I know a lot about this fucking movie. <laughs> I could be a historian on Jason Lives. Um, yeah. This week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw Halloween 2018. Um, James. Should people see Halloween? Man, you go to me first. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to go see like a fun movie that honestly I would say like walks a line between horror and thriller, like sure it's a horror movie, but is not like the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, and is more just intense for most of it, you know. Um, and gave me everything I wanted. Uh, going into the movie, well. I guess technically there's one thing I wanted that I didn't get. Like the one thing that I was like, I really want to see this. And then that's not in the movie. But um, no, I think it's, I think it's really fun and I have my ending in my head. And so I'm good. I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> so yeah, I think people should see it for sure. I mean like not my mom, but you know, <laughs> if you watch the trailer and you went, oh, I might see that. Yeah. Go see it. You know? So yeah. Brad. Um, this movie's all right. Um, it's pretty much everything I expected. And then the thing I didn't expect is how stupid some of these characters still really are <laughs> 40 years later. So true. Um, I think it's worth a watch. If you're into the Halloween franchise, it's, you know, it's more interesting than the first one that I saw <laughs> at the midnight. Um, but again, there's just some dumb choices that completely reduce my enjoyment of the movie. So Zach, um, yeah. Uh, so I've seen it twice. Um, I mean, like, I, I yes, absolutely go see it. Um, I think that I, I've had to, I've actually had to learn how to dissect films differently because of this film, <laughs> because um, I really loved it walking out, and then I heard a bunch of fanboys bitch, and then I was like, wait a minute, they're allowed to have their opinion, and then I rewatched it again, and I'm like, this movie's not perfect, no. as, as a Halloween movie or as a movie period, but it's, it's, it's. It's so fucking good. 
it's what I wanted out of this, and that's all I could ask for. And so, yes, biasly as fuck, I'm saying go see this movie. And Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Give her an Oscar nomination, please. <laughs> Um, yeah, this movie's awesome. I, what, what I wanted out of the film is to make Michael scary. Um, and I think they did a pretty good job of making him scary again. Because it, the last thing you have is the Rob Zombie ones, which actually I watched Halloween 2 a couple of days ago. Um, and, and those films are just mean in a different way. Um, where this film is Michael's mean in it, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I really like this film. And I saw it twice. I had to watch walk an old lady out to her car because she was scared. It was only me and her in the theater in Billings, Montana. Um, so I walked her out to the car. And uh, there's a couple. Uh, there's one character in there who I say is the smartest character in the movie. <laughs> and I'll get into it in spoilers. Um, but yeah, here's here's a trailer for Halloween 2018. Trick or treat. So my house is here. Which one should we go to? They're all spooky. I'm gonna pick that one over on the street. Forty years ago, on Halloween night, Michael Myers murdered three people. After that horrific night, he was sent back to the institution in captivity. security system, Karen. Mom, you need help. Evil is real. There's a reason we're supposed to be afraid of this life. I've been preparing for this for a long time. It is not safe to be on the street tonight. Go home! Get out of here! Get inside! Michael! He's here. okay if you don't like this i've just like so like it's not to call it out but there's a consequence of sound podcast called halloweenies where these very intelligent guys don't are don't advertise other podcasts no, on our no, podcast no. <laughs> <laughs> okay just listen so they've been going through the entire series like front to end three hour episodes on each film 
and they're really good it's at excessive. it. They did not like <laughs> they did not like the film, and every reason that they gave for not liking the film is valid to a point. But so at this point, it's a matter of perspective. This film was never going to fulfill any expectation for any fan of the previous sequels because they are ignoring it. And then what's more, they take a lot of ideas from those sequels and twist them around and do it differently. Mm -hmm. The weakest part of this film for me is also one that I can easily defend, which is uh, the Dr. Sartain stuff, because I know that didn't uh, sit well with people. Uh, anyway, so Halloween is takes place forty years after the night Michael Myers showed up and killed Laurie Strode's friends. Um, he and escapes. he's never been out. Yeah, he's never been yeah, out. No, he's yeah. been this is only away. the third time he's murdered people. Yes, so he's still locked away. No, murders, second murders time. his family, murders the kid, the the babysitters. Yeah, then, then he, yeah, third then time this is this one. Yeah, this is the third time. Yeah, this is the third time coming so, up. So yeah. yes, uh, he eventually gets out. And did his doctor help him? I actually, that's how I interpreted it. Because his doctor kept on He's saying he wanted left. to see him no. in the wild. It's the only reason it makes sense. Yeah, and they they kind of left that uh, ambiguous throughout right. the film. Because why, why else does he get on the bus? Right. Exactly. Once we know what's going on, he, he like, has a oh, little shit. line there too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So well. he, uh, Michael gets out. Um, he is looking. I don't know if he's looking for Laurie Strode. I, I'm guessing that's what he's doing. Yeah. There, there's really. The, the, what, well, why, I say. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, the truth is, if you watch the way. He basically just starts murdering people, and it's people who who direct it. It's it's the doctor it's, it's who directs Doctor Sartain doing it. This is all. Yeah. This is orchestrated by him, and everything's laid out there, not always clearly, but just enough for you to understand that it's Doctor right. Sartain running the show to a point. Yeah. So, yeah. where why I love why this makes Michael scary again is um, once he gets the mask back, and you know, gets rid of the podcasters. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, We're making a podcast. <laughs> yeah. They're, my favorite scene in the whole film is the one on Halloween night where the kids run into him, and it's just a tr- it's just a tracking shot oh, of him going from house to house, just murdering random people. Yeah, and I think I th- to me that's that's scary. It takes away. Why doesn't he kill kids or that baby though? Well, he does. So, like, he, the first kid he meets, he, he, he does kill he a kid. He yeah, just yeah. doesn't stab the baby. Yeah, and you yeah. know that's that's a big. Uh, thing that they're arguing right now um people online you know you know why he doesn't kill the baby because i really didn't want him to yeah and that's why yeah it's not because it would just be too much but if he's supposed to be like the pure like embodiment of evil like why wouldn't he evil does what it fucking wants to do it doesn't run by our rules as an audience guys yeah and i i mean he's that him killing a baby is unnecessary Mm-hmm. And it's just it's don't write a baby into the into the scene. That I agree with. Yes. <laughs> well, there, there, did you read uh, David Gordon Green's explanation behind no. that? No. So he agrees. He said, you know, my whole point is I'm making Michael the embodiment of evil, and if he's a force of evil that has no conscience, then it shouldn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. But if you watch this, because I I saw it after I read that interview with him, you watch the scene again. So he he jams that knife through that lady. It was pretty wicked yeah uh and he goes around and then he just leaves uh the the set designer someone came up was like hey we should do something here because it's the scene is empty empty mm-hmm. and so they added just a baby crying and he has that moment where he's just like yeah fuck it i'm just leaving yeah because well, and it, i don't yeah, think it's hey it's, it's at least fucked up if anything you could read it as now this kid is alone in the world yeah and that's pretty fucked up and so you're seeing like the, and the I, I agree. He just made the kid an orphan, right? Yeah. Exactly. So like, that's evil enough. It, it, yeah. It's there's so I love that scene, and I I loved uh, the new take on the score. 
I watched a little yeah, thing on it this, where this uh, where they brutal. did that. Yeah. yeah, that part towards the finale where he's standing in the house and like it's just like this low angle shot of him as he's trying to figure out who, like who's upstairs mm. and it kicks into that like that guitar. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah, yeah. So it, there there is issues with it, but I really liked it because I any movie that's forty years after the original and it makes it scary again mm-hmm. and it makes it, Michael doesn't care. He's he has one driving force, and that's he's going to kill people. Michael's scary because he's not a blood relative to anyone anymore, which is great. Yeah. But also, I would say he's scary also because of how we get our three lead ladies, which I think are – I love them in the film. Uh, Andy Matichek and Judy Greer are awesome additions with Jamie Lee Curtis in this film. Yep. I think they're great. And um, this I, is the part of this movie I love. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is one of the the half reasons. Like, the, one part of me is the big Halloween fan. The other one is this film that we get with Jamie Lee Curtis going through straight up. I would say more effective performance in terms of having a P- PTSD moment than all of H two O. I think that that scene in the restaurant is unnerving mm. and made me cry. This is the Halloween movie that made me cry, yeah. and it's great. Yeah, it's you know the. Their dynamic is amazing. Mm-hmm. They, you have uh, Lori who survived this, and she went one way, and it's impacted everybody in her life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, in fact, you know, you could even see it as like here's the, like the the all of the fallout of of this violence, right? Yeah. And how like seeing that tale actually is part of what makes him scary. Is like, oh man, with one night. He has wrecked so much yeah. of mm-hmm. these people's lives, and there's um, there's there's a great line that it's kind of a throwaway that uh, Laurie Strode says. She's like, "I've been praying that he's going to get out because yeah. she wants to exercise that demon." And that's the part of this movie I liked because she's <laughs> she's like, "I want to get out because I'm going to take care of this motherfucker on my yeah. own." Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a a twist, and it's kind of a little like just in there. Yeah, um, and you know, she, and, and my. <laughs> The smartest person in this movie is a little Julian kid because yeah. – oh, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, I, I love the line, too, where you know he comes down and says, there's a man in my closet. And uh, was it Vicky is her name? I can't remember. The yeah. babysitter says, yeah, Vicky. I'll go check. I was like, no, send Dan. Dave. <laughs> send Dave. Dave. And then when he runs down after she's getting killed, she's like, go on, run, Dave, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And he fucking takes off. And, and we call, never see him he again. He calls 911. Yeah. <laughs> and, like uh, – which someone said that was which someone said that was a random uh like house for him to enter like no cuz that's the that's the house he's looking at before he turns and goes up the porch cuz he's going to yeah. stalk the next house cuz those people that are coming out to go to the Halloween party are mm-hmm. his parents. Yeah. Like I don't understand like I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. No, it, it's fantastic. Like yeah. I think that whole sequence is great. I I would agree with Brad that like there's a number of times where people are still dumb. Yeah. You know, especially in relation to like the guy there's 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 a jaws moment where where the uh, fucking cowboy guy is like what are we gonna do shut down halloween and i in the theater i was like yes <laughs> you're it. gonna tell everyone to lock their doors and do halloween tomorrow until we shoot this mother in the head that's also like sp- that's also supposed to be a smart joke for the franchise as a whole though oh, no, i know they've tried and this. that's the thing like <laughs> i understand at some point you need you needed Michael Myers to go kill some people for a little while to justify the part that I wanted, which was I want to watch Jamie Lee Curtis just really ruin him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and she struggles. Mm-hmm. And there was a period, early, you know, early in that third act where I was like, "You had forty years, and this is what you came up with." Mm-hmm. Like, uh, your house is supposed to be a a a a home alone of of nightmares. Some of like, these rooms aren't that big. Like, how do you not sense them in here? Like, right. And I do have some problems, like. How do you not have cameras in all these places? You have the floodlights. Why do they not sh- flood every room? Like, there's definitely things where I'm like, but at the same point, the sequence where she goes around and clears all the rooms is great. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that. And and I, I love the immediate aftermath of that, too, where Michael throws her off the balcony. Yeah. That's one of yeah. my favorite winks is yeah. then Michael goes and checks on her and she's gone. Yeah. That's and, my I, and I do want... Wink. My first well, one goes and, right after that. And, and <laughs> it's, you know, it's after, like... I mean, there were definitely moments where homage forces them to do things that don't make sense in reality, which is like, in reality, if I had built that house and I was Laurie Strode, I don't put any of those goddamn closets in my house because holy (laughs) shit, why is there one of those weird slatted closets in every room is it because he's she's trying to draw out his recollections of that night 40 years ago when she but all she needs is a really bright floodlight that turns on when she hits the emergency button that's everywhere in the house like there is a way to do this um yeah and she doesn't have like she doesn't have video cameras so she can't just find him like there's some things where but at the same point it at least it sets us up so that that way she She spent a lot of time just rigging her house to blow right and I, I at least appreciated that it allowed them to have a good, you know, brawl in mm-hmm. a way. Um, she, you know, takes his fingers off and so yeah, you know and, he can bleed. And too, and, there's, there's, you know, I love the moment, too, where Judy Greer is going, I can't yes, do it. And gotcha. then he shows up so like, good. gotcha. Uh, that's actually, like, to me, the victory of the movie mm-hmm. is that she gets that moment where mm-hmm. whether she's there or not, her daughter, all of it kicks in. You know, and, the, and she was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second great. time I watched it, and then you see the uh, Karen Strode like decorations on the gun with yeah. the glitter glue, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yes. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yes. Yeah. The little things I picked up the second time watching it yeah. um, really helped. Judy Greer is the reason I really love the movie. Honestly, <laughs> I love her performance right, is great. I love right after that though. After she gotcha shoots him, and then it does the second, the first homage that I love, which is the. Um, the the light reveal of Laurie going Happy Halloween, and then she just thrusts into him, like, yeah. Which is a great callback. Um, She's fairly yeah. unfazed by her husband getting murdered, though. They oh, don't, yeah. I don't. <laughs> they don't have. Well, one thing's not have... in the movie. Like, there's an awkward conversation right after the credits where, like, did my she, husband? She die? turns to her mom and is like, "Wait, where's my husband?" She's like, "Oh, oh, he's he, oh, uh, we're burning his body in the closet upstairs. I'm sorry." But <laughs> also, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna just throw out the theory. I think she kind of already can. Knows she what's knows. going on without knowing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because once it's once the nightmare is there, I, what's that scarier one disappoints is that? me because I like him. Like I liked he that character, funny. and and I love that actor. And so to me, I was like, man, you couldn't have written some way for him to get like knocked out and still be okay. Like I wanted him to be okay, especially because <laughs> he has the line about like I can protect my family. And I'm like, hey. You're more into this than your wife is. Like, I got peanut butter on my penis. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. He was so... The comedy in the movie overall also is wonderful. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I'm sitting here clipping my nasty-ass toenails. That's <laughs> like the lunch that a five-year-old would pack for himself. <laughs> <laughs> like a brownie you know and some pudding. Is, uh, sometimes when I'm on patrol, I just have cans of SpaghettiOs that I eat. I'm like... <laughs> So that, I can relate. <laughs> that humor does a great job of making those characters likable because, like, the right. biggest thing that this film accomplishes is that, uh, amongst other things, is that it makes the people that are falling victim to his knife likable, relatable, lovable. 
which hasn't always been the case since the first one. Yeah. Like the first one's the last time when they were all likable, and then after that, it's scattered. Yeah. And this one, like I, there's not one. Like maybe Andy's boyfriend's friend who then tries to hit on her. And, but I mean, he gets but his that, come up. That seems yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah he gets I his mean, comeuppance in a really great, unique, originalish kill yeah. for for that franchise. And he's at least an understandable character. Like you know, you understand that character pretty well. So it's not like, yeah, he's you he's know he's wrong, drunk. You know he's but, drunk. But, well, and not just drunk, but like you, when you're at that weird, awkward high school age and you don't know how to read signs and you don't, you know, like. Yeah. Um, at the same time, it also does make a powerful statement about like, I mean, like that one thing doesn't mean another thing. You know? Agreed. Like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. like it, it, it serves to justify his actions. I'm just saying no, it no, doesn't no, make no. him a, you know. No, yeah, no. It just serves many functions and it, it reads very well. Like yeah. as a, as a, like a good film should be a Rorschach test where you can pick wherever you, what, yeah. what you want out of it, but then have an argument to back it up. And, um, I really just enjoyed like watching that. Michael's terror, like just the the way she comes to grip. Everyone has to come to grip with some form of trauma in their life, and that film does it beautifully. And like, unfortunately, like I think the one of the best shots in the film is probably the last shot because of them in the truck. Andy Matichik's like now she's got this. She does like she has more sense of fulfilling the purpose of that trauma, but she has to sit with this. Sure. She has to sit with the fact that she stabbed a man in order to save her family because that's that's traumatic regardless of oh I know it's villain but it's like you, yeah. you stab someone it's going to be traumatic yeah. so um, this film if, if anything the whole sequence of her in the in the truck is the traumatic experience mm -hmm. for her right yeah like, much much like the first film this film is much more layered than it had any right to be is a slasher movie yeah I, but yeah. I mean again I'm talking like in terms of yeah but I mean. I, I still, I mean, I love that the cop ran Michael Myers over because if I saw that motherfucker, I just hit him with my car too. Yeah. However, but she, he should have shot him in the head. <laughs> yes. Uh, however, um, well, then you don't want to get excessive force, guys. Come on, think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't like um, the 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 one. I guess the one problem I did, uh, the thing I didn't like was the um, doctor stabbing the cop. Doctor Sartain. Then he's like, because yeah. uh, he wants to fulfill this, I'm going to take you to Laurie Strode. Mm -hmm. Um. No, I don't care that, you know, whatever, cops die in movies all the time. I'm just saying, like, it's a weird, like, turn. It was yeah. weird, too, because, like... And then why didn't Michael the... kill, like, uh, Lori's uh, granddaughter when he yeah. was right next to yeah, her? Yeah, that's the... Unless he was so pissed off at Also, the there's, like, a scene earlier where they set up, like, that cop knew Lori Strode for, like, a long time, and they, like, had a history together. Mm -hmm. Like, he wasn't in the past movies, right? That actor? No, 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 no. But yeah, they have he's a conversation like, oh, yeah. We, well, it's just he was he's, the first deputy on he, scene. Or he's something. the first yeah. deputy on the scene when they catch Michael after he escapes in the first one. You yeah. do need to watch the first one to a degree to to remember this. Like, But, it's, but so, that, that scene is not in any other movie. Yeah, and so no, that is a thing they're making up yeah, to answer right. your question. It's implied through their creation. So. Right. But the whole conversation it seems like, oh, this is going to like it's going to mean something later in the movie, but yeah, yeah. he just gets killed by yeah. the doctor. And But I think yeah. a good point about this film is that you shouldn't be expecting what you think you're going to be expecting. No, no. Well, so, I was so, actually excited oh. when, like, the, you know, um, Mike Myers got hit, and then the doctor was like, oh, shit, this is really going, like, well, I, I, is I, he going to put on Michael Myers' mask I, I and be Michael Myers? Feeling, right, like, I is this too. actually Michael Myers? Is the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I had that thought, but I mean, no, it doesn't make any sense I, in my head. I think that it does two things. I think, one, it, 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 demystifies the notion that you need anybody uh, you need another Loomis character it says nope we don't need a doctor running around with a gun anymore 
um, regardless of how much I'll love Donald Pleasance and his bald ass head. Um, but two, it it weirdly homages the man in black and then kills him immediately and says, nope, we're not going to do anything else stupid. Um, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying I understand why they p- would have put it in there. Oh, no, I'm I just saying I got really really interested in the movie at that right. point because I was kind of like, this is <laughs> the just, same movie I've seen like a hundred times. I'm oh, just, what's happening right now? <laughs> I'm just flabbergasted because every early review I read pointed to this moment, and I'm like, oh, this, I think they're blowing it out of proportion. Much like when something gets overhyped, this situation was overhyped negatively, and I'm like, mm, it's, it's not as bad as yeah, you say it, it is, and it, it must be to other people because this movie did gangbusters in its second weekend so i don't think anyone gives a shit guys i think it's i think it's fine <laughs> i mean it's the difference between it being like it's still just a thriller popcorn movie like if if you're as as much as i enjoy and think that this movie does some really great stuff it doesn't transcend to being like great film like it, well, no, you it's know, not a it's, cabin in the woods yeah like that no. that <laughs> it, it like because of those sequences you're like oh okay weird this this doesn't quite you know it's just but it's fine i like, think it's not i think it, does it doesn't a... ruin the film for me no. it's, it's unfortunately a means to an end because they wrote themselves into a corner and rather than going back and figuring out a better way to to because they've now they've escaped laurie strode which is maybe the you get great stuff out of that. It's also not what I wanted, which is what I what I wanted was that moment in the trailer where she walks out into the into the wood into the street and starts yelling his name, and because I was like, no, I want her to hunt his ass down, you know. But then in the context of the film, you're like, oh, okay, she actually, you know, also wants to protect her family, and you have this really great moment of it sort of being a trap, which doesn't make sense, but at the same like. She could have achieved the same thing by having a shotgun and walking around town until she found him and killed him. Like, but it seems like any sin that this film has in my, at least for me, was easily forgivable. Yeah. Um. And again, like I may be over defending that Sartain choice, but I think it's just because like I I don't understand why you're like all coming down on it so as hard as you are. The only dumb thing about that is I don't like when he puts on Michael's mask. I'm like, no, that I'm sorry, I don't need. Oh, that that, that homage to Rob no, Zombie. No, <laughs> no, I think that actually made a lot of sense because he's yeah. he he's men- he mentioned as a character that he wanted to know what it felt. It like. just looks right. silly to me. I'm yeah. sorry. It looks silly, yeah, because he's I know not a big. Hulk I, think, I know dude. why I think, that's there. Honestly, but. the way to rewrite that in my mind would be to have the Doctor crack before he hits him with the car. Like have him say something. Like to stop the do- the the cop from hitting him, mm-hmm. and that's where you start to see it crack, and that's when you get this opportunity. Because then, then there could be something where, like, maybe they he hits him, and the doctor freaks out in the car, like something like that, rather than this. Yeah, weird, but- it's it's the way the scene plays out that just kind of feels awkward. It's it's the one gimmicky thing in yeah. an otherwise gimmick, in an otherwise yeah. very gimmick free. Right. Um, uh, proceeding. Whereas if instead, like, he had kind of revealed, like, oh, no, I don't actually want you to be able to kill Mike Myers in the car, he could have, like, grabbed the gun and shot the cop. Right. You know, almost in that, like, sweating, like, wait, no, 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 this isn't how this was supposed to go. Sometimes I think watching films like this, and uh, I want to I mean, I, say, I really like it. I feel like there is some moments missing in it. Yeah. They they cut some dialogue and some scenes, say, we need to get to the next kill, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a while for Michael to actually... Start, start killing murder. people. Mm-hmm. It's like the first film, and the first kill to me was actually kind of suspenseful because we didn't, we don't know that he's changed his clothes yet, and I mm-hmm. kept thinking like, oh shit, this isn't Michael. This is the guy at the, this is the the cashier dude at the bat in the gas station 
and that he's some creepy fuck because he seemed like one, you know, and that he it wasn't really Michael. It was like, here's some other guy that's going to terrorize her. But it is a great then, thing you can see in the background, which is Michael beating up the guy in the garage. Oh, um, really? You, you can see it in the background. You see him smashing oh, his head like that. that. And it's like so subtle. You don't notice it. And I didn't notice it the first time. Second time, wow. I, I, I said, oh, my God, that's mm. fucking awesome. That's so. cool. Um, subtle yeah. little things. Another frustrating scene, thing about that scene was like, I, like again, more dumb people. Like she just goes to the next stall. Like that improves her right. situation yeah. at all. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, in defense of some silly mistakes, I have been in trainings with normal, normal people, and they don't make very good decisions. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> when I, you're con- when you're confronted with something that that's terrifying, sometimes you don't work the a, proper way. I think there's a difference between like. Yeah, those moments where people are freaking out, and f- f- she had forty years. Yeah, <laughs> there's just some moments where I'm like, oh. and the last the the last straw for me also was the fact that you know this movie is all about finality. Yeah, and even though the house burns down, he's missing from that stairwell for that one no, no, shot. No, 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 like, he's not. I don't believe. I don't know what you're no, talking he's, about. No, he got away no, again. I don't know what you're talking about. It's he open-ended. died, and if there's a sequel, I won't see it because I have a perfect arc in my head. See, like the movie's over. They shot him in the head and then burned him in a house. Like it's no, over. They didn't, no. they didn't shoot him in the head. She shoots him like in the head. But he's still standing when they're burning him I up, know. So. I know. That's why I'm uh, saying okay. he's so, been shot in the head and burned to death. The movie is over. He's I'm, just catatonic. I'm, he's just standing the there. Only, like, no. The only it's reason like, that shot is there. Which is like Paradise PD, bitch be crazy disease. <laughs> the only reason that shot is there is to make hor- both producers who want to make money and horror fans who want that like, hey, now we have this this you know villain back. Who's, who's like Guys, there was survi- 70 years old. Like guys, there's a there's a bunch of survival stuff down there. There's probably a fireproof blanket. He just got yeah. under the covers. Yeah, yeah that's right. And he then, just kept pouring jars of pickles and, over his head until the fire went out. And then when the sequel shows up, he'll be like awake. Even though there's a gas pipe shooting natural gas into his feet. No, it, and the next got, one, the mask is melted to his he, face, so he can't take it off. He got he got blown out of the house, and he went into a river and just went down the river, and he was saved by some homeless guy who <laughs> nursed him back to health. That's it, Halloween five, and also you know, what's, <laughs> oh my god, it, you know it's funny, and I say this with all the positivity in the world. Jason Bloom doesn't care because he's sitting down in his uh, office oh. counting money right now. And by all means, <laughs> make all the sequels you want, Not make all the money you want. I don't give a shit. Just like with the first franchise, I don't need to see any of the sequels. I just so I don't need to see any of the sequels to this one. I just I have two I, good movies. And I'm going to sit with my two movies and have a good time watching my Avatar. You should come with me on Wednesday. I'm doing a double feature just like that because they're showing the original at the Alamo on Wednesday. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. But um, but in terms of that, I'm actually like I'm torn because I, I agree with you that I like this arc and I want it to stay that way. I'm also like Ryan. I want some more. <laughs> sure. Hey, look. Have your fun. No, what makes me I'm never like Brad. Now they're already like, like talking about like Friday the 13th because like, oh, shit, we can make a lot of money. Mm. So, um, yeah. LeBron James is <laughs> trying to produce Friday I hope 13. LeBron James plays Jason. Uh, no, I just want him to produce it. I want his I money. Hope, I hope, it's got to be a basketball I, death in there somewhere. Just... <laughs> Someone gets shoved through a hoop. <laughs> no, Jason takes the basketball, Shreds grabs it. a dude by the head, and just smashes it on his I want, head. I want and the pulls slam him in half dunk. And then tries to dunk him. I want the like, Space Jam Friday the 13th crossover. Done. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> next it, week on Real really Nerds. Funny. Oh, what is next week? I, I think know. it's Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. I think. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, okay. Um, or you want to do Boy Erased. 
I mean, Boy I'm, Erased I'm see or Boy the Erased. Nutcracker in the Four Realms. No, Morgan Freeman with an eye patch. We could go see Johnny English Strikes again. We could. Will he strike again? That lousy movie hurt my freaking fantasy movie league. <laughs> oh. so uh, now, I got okay, destroyed so guys this were week. Never I know. Ever. At least I beat you by twenty million. You don't yeah. understand when when I'll come mo- back when movies don't work out. <laughs> I'm only in, ever uh, going fantasy into league favor. <laughs> Ryan bans them. <laughs> that's that's all I only compete against because did you see Joe got another perfect cinema this yeah. week? Fucking guy. I, well, last week I got excited because like I beat him by like forty million. So I was like, ah, I can I can catch up. He's not that far this year. And this Ooh. now this week it's like, oh, I'm lost. We we could go see Tyler Perry's remake of Paul Newman's Nobody's Fool. What? Oh yeah, that's a real thing it's with Tiffany Haddish. How it's do I not, not see these trailers? It's not oh. it's not actually a remake of Paul Newman's Nobody's <laughs> oh, Fool. It's just a Ty- Tyler Perry movie. Called I Nobody's seriously Fool. like was hyperventilating. It's got Whoopi Goldberg in it. Whoopi. <laughs> or at least I, I I'm assuming it's not. It certainly doesn't look. Oh, good I have seen that trailer. Yeah, like Whoopi Goldberg's the pot smoking lady. Oh, they it's it's classified yeah. as a comedy, so it's definitely not nobody's fool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, her daughter's like, hey, pay attention to me, and she's like, I don't see you. You're oh, here. that's right. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, it's usually paired with that um, Jennifer Lopez movie trailer. Oh, um, where she's like the reboot. We, we fall. We faked your identity, so you get this really like <laughs> Madison Avenue job. Oh, made in New York. <laughs> How do I fucking know that? It's embarrassing. I need you guys to answer a, 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 a serious question here for me. Should I just buy Sicario 2? Oh, man. Have you not a... seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Hmm. I really liked it. It's good. Um, yeah. It's different. It, it, Blu- Blu-ray yeah. is cheaper than the 4K. I know that's a, I know yeah, that's you, not a good I, argument. So it, what you just said is my problem, by the way. So if it, it was it, just the Blu-ray, I'd be like, sure. Yeah, I do. it's because I'm like, well, but the 4K is like 23 bucks. The Blu-ray is 17. Pro- 17, really I, nice. I, 17, knowing like, ah, it's a, do you have the first one? Shot. Yeah, of course. Mm. <laughs> He's got all the editions. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a tough call. I, I mean, I haven't bought it. Yeah, me either. Ne- I might. Neither have I, but I'm poor. So, but I haven't but, seen it. I mean, so we're all, I'm married and have a for, kid. For that's the true. first purchase, I get my view. I get the first viewing, right? Like, yeah. So, so otherwise, I rent it for six bucks. Yeah. So here's here's what I always go through. If Laura wants to see it with me, she's not able to make it. Sometimes it's cheaper to get the Blu-ray than sure than take go. Laura to the film. To the film, yes. Um, yeah. I will say it's good, but it's missing Emily Blunt. Well, but you're coming that. from a dude who's in love with that woman, so I don't know if that's really oh, a yeah. good review. I thought I think it's worth it, worth a watch. Okay, definitely worth a watch. And yeah. I, and maybe you'll. Will I ever it. watch it a second time? Oh. Maybe. I mean, they got it. They, they, they Josh gotta, Brolin's great in it. They're going to give us Sicario: Infinity War right after this. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! You didn't answer my question. I know. Well, it's hard. This is still hard because I, I don't want to tell you what I, happened. I, I, think, I, I think you should rent it in 4K. You think I should rent it? I mean, what's... So then you've probably, what, spent like nine bucks at that point? <laughs> yeah, or at least a seven. I could always just rent it. If you like it enough HD. to buy it, I don't think you'll regret like, paying for it twice. At least if I rented it, I could just sit I on it, it until four it's stars, so I mean, that's pretty it's better good. than average. Yeah, at least if I, if I rented it, what I hear you saying is if I rented it, I could wait till the cost comes down and buy it sometime where it's cheap. Rent it and hold off on buying. Rent it, but hold off on buying a copy, and maybe something will just magically drop into your stocking. Yeah, you're, not, you're not going for the steelbook, Disappointment? right? Disappointment? Uh, no. no. Yeah, so it'll. It's not something you're like, oh, it's going to be disappearing from the shelves. Like it'll no, be around. Exactly. It'll be probably right, 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 a Black right, right, Friday right. sale or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget Black Friday. Because yeah. I could always just <laughs> instead just buy. Won't you be my neighbor? Because I'm sure that I'll actually want to watch it. In the 
Until next week. Bye. Bye. We will rock you. No! Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening and have a nice day.